everyone, and welcome to another episode of Happy Hour History. This is Caden, your host. Uh, just a couple of updates before we get into the episode. So Agrippina Part 1 and Part 2 were both pre-recorded quite a while ago. Um, so it has really just been about getting them edited and out to you. And so I apologize immensely that it has been so long since the last episode. Um, if you're listening to this in real time, I can only say that the world has gotten very strange recently. Uh, if you're listening to this in the future, I sort of hope it's less strange in whatever time that you're in. Uh, but all of this coronavirus stuff has happened. And as a result, I just haven't... I just haven't been quite as productive as I'd like to be, even though I have so much more time. Um, that being said, this episode is finally coming to you. Uh, it is a bit of a long one, so hopefully that makes up for how long I have been away. In this episode, I'm actually joined by two guest hosts. Uh, you'll remember from part one, hopefully you listened to that already, that Holly was uh, joining me to learn about Agrippina. But in this episode, we were actually joined by a second guest host for part two, and that is Holly's friend, Caro. So we had a really great time, the three of us. As a result of that, um, and because Caro had missed part one, we do summarize part one pretty well. Actually, I made Holly summarize it to see what she could remember between the two parts. And she does a really good job. So if you're worried that it's been quite a while since you listened to part one, uh, hopefully the summary will get you through. And if you're listening to these back to back on a binge, uh, hopefully the summary makes you laugh because it was a bit silly. Uh, this is my first episode since the one-year anniversary of the podcast, uh, which was back at the end of March. So thank you all so much for an interesting and exciting year. Um, it's not really where I thought we would be in the world right now, but uh, in the podcast, things are still going really well. So I'm really grateful to have you all listening and enjoying. So let me know what you guys think and uh, enjoy the episode. Uh, before we get into the summary, I'll just do general warning. So as usual, and especially for this episode, content warning, um, Agrippina's life isn't particularly pleasant. Uh, spoiler alert. So content warning, language warning, because we will swear on this podcast. Obviously, we're having drinks, so uh, kind of no holds on any of that kind of stuff. Um, so uh, sorry to my mom, and love you all. All right, Holly. Okay. We've given you a task. <laughs> so what you need hmm. to do attempt to do is from what you remember from the last part, which should be easy because we've actually only just recorded it, um, how much can you re-summarize for us so that Caro's not totally confused for the rest of this episode? 
I'm ready. Yes, go. <laughs> There's no time limit. I'm just making okay. you feel I feel pressure. like the things I remember aren't the key bits of the story. Okay. But that's it's fine. It's okay. I'm excited. So there's a couple mm-hmm. called Agra something. Agrippina? Germa something. So Big A and Jeremy. That's who we're calling them. Yeah. They're somehow related to the emperor at the time, whose name I don't remember. Okay. Are you going to fill in the gaps? or? No, just keep going. Okay. Um, and they're both like on, are related to him in some way, but they're not directly related to each other. And then they have six kids, three boys and three girls. The main person we talked, the main person we're talking about is also called Agrippina. 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 Yeah. Little A, because mm. she's the younger one. She's the main person that we're having this talk about, but we focused a lot on her one older brother, who is called Little Boots, was his nickname, and he was a really cute little kid, and the dad, Jeremy, was a uh, soldier. General. 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 Yeah, you know, soldier, but, you know, a really important one. <laughs> a big soldier. Um, and him and his wife were so in love, and it was a really nice love story, and they travel around Europe going on his campaigns, and most of the kids stayed that's, back in that's, Rome. That's, by the way, a really um, fun way to describe the uh, <laughs> Roman wars in, in uh, <laughs> Western Europe. <laughs> it's like a mini vacay. For- a romantic holiday. <laughs> Vacation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So they were doing that, and one of their kids, the third son, they didn't like the first two, not really sure why, but the third one, whose name I don't remember. Gaius. There we go. He got nicknamed Little Boots, because they made him a tiny little replica uniform of the of what the soldiers wore, like tiny little boots and a tiny little uniform, <laughs> so cute. And everyone loved him, and so he toured around and was just like the prop for like PR about how good they were. Mm-hmm. Little A, the daughter, is back in Rome with her sisters and the brothers that the parents didn't really care about. Jeremy gets killed, or no, Jeremy dies, and Big A, his wife, is like, oh my god, he got poisoned. And she blames another guy who was friends with the emperor, and so it kind of, by like default, is blaming the emperor for poisoning Jeremy, mm. um, which is like a bad place to do, bad place to be. And then some shit goes down. <laughs> she is, oh no, they're in a feud with pizza yeah that's the guy well no that was the first guy and they're in a feud with a man who i called pizza okay that was the one that get for the death of germanicus though yeah that's so that one's happened there's a new feud okay guys called sejanus but that's not important it's a guy jeremy's dead big a has a new feud Mm -hmm. the emperor gets mad at her and exiles her she's gone he exiles the her oldest son he's gone Something happens to the other son. The next son also gets exiled. Two of them gone. So then left is Little Boots, who we love. And everyone loved him. Oh, I forgot that bit. Jeremy was so popular. And when Jeremy died, little Big A carried the ashes back with all her kids. And they did like a sad little procession where everyone came out on the streets and was like, oh, we love you. Yeah. Everyone loves Little Boots, including us at this point. Okay. It's very, it was we an emotional. Little Boots. It's a little roller coaster. Boots. It was like a real... Highs and lows thing. Don't get to invest in little boots because he'll break your heart. Ooh, okay. <laughs> little heartbreaking. So bad. <laughs> so, like, sadly processing. And then the emperor at the time has, like, fucked off on, like, a booze cruise into one of the islands and he just disappears. Forgotten his name, but he just, like, hangs out on the islands. The person he's left in charge is trying to pick the heir. And because Jeremy has, like, all these kids, even though some of them are in exile, they're, like, a threat. So he's trying to work out what to do with them. Although maybe that happened first, because that's why... That's kind of why they end up in exile, yeah. yeah. And then they'll basically just, like, die there. 
They like, whatever. I forgot that bit. Except they, for Little Boots. Little Boots and the three daughters are yeah. still, They're still going in strong. Rome, doing their okay. thing. Little Boots goes off to the party island with the Emperor, and they become best buds, even though the Emperor might have murdered his dad. And also, then, by this point, he's not really little anymore. He's oh, like yeah. a regularly aged person. He's just a man. <laughs> <laughs> he's not still like He's guy. not doing like a weird sex island <laughs> thing as like a child. Yeah. He's now partying out with the Emperor. They become bros, and he gets made the heir. The Emperor dies. Because, for no real reason, he's just dead. He's 77. Yeah, he old. Good fact, Holly. Yeah. Um, uh, so now... <laughs> Forgot everyone's <laughs> name, but he was 77 when he died. And you know what? Boots. We're impressed by that knowledge. <laughs> so Little Boots is also called Caligula. Caligula. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Caligula. Caligula. Yeah. He's emperor now. Mm. Um, so little... Caligula is literally the word for Little Boots. Oh, so that's yeah. actually his nickname. Yeah, I actually... He doesn't like it. Figured that out. Ah, oh, well, good. Yeah. Because I so remember now, Caligula, sort of, from classes in high school. You're way ahead of me. <laughs> little A, back to Little A, who's the main focus. I just got sidetracked by Little Booze. She is, at one point, she turns 13, and then she gets married off by the emperor who's on the booze cruise to this creepy old man who's 30-something years older than her. Mm-hmm. And Sounds it's just, right. like, shit. He's just a shit human. Um, so that happens. So she's married. And then now Little Boots is emperor, and he starts having potentially ancestral relationships with her sister, his sisters. Little People, A. Yeah. And little A two. and the two other whose names are weird, and, but they rhyme. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what they are. Right. Um, <laughs> it's true though. <laughs> they do. So that's happening, and also he just goes fucking crazy. Oh no! First he was really good. There was four months where he was awesome. Woof. He put, he made a coin with his face on one side, and on the other side was his three sisters, and they were like love and life. And he reduced taxes, and he paid the army more, and everyone was like, "Little Boots has made it." Like we knew this kid was good yeah. from the start, and then. She hit the fan, and he went mental. Um, he may have been in love with one of his sisters. She died, and then he just, like, went off the rails. For example... Oh, no, I don't know if this is him. <laughs> I'm going to tell the story, and I don't know see, if Yeah, just say it, and then we'll the see. chariot thing. <laughs> no, that, was, that oh. was her husband. Oh, no. <laughs> what about going to war with the sea? Oh, yeah, so he sent his army to war with the sea. Like, they went out in the sea and just stabbed Had at it. stab it, it. Yeah. yeah. He tried paying them in seashells. He was like, just Ooh. go and take as many shells as you like. It's the spoils of war. What? And they were like, what the, what the fuck? He also was, like, at the arena, um, and they ran out of, like, prisoners that were fighting the animals, so he just sent in a section of the audience. He was like, that <laughs> section, you're up. <laughs> Row C, as we've been calling them. Ooh, not a good place to sit. <laughs> so they're dead. You never want to sit in front, because they ask for audience participation. Yeah, that is <laughs> not the kind of party. You're also in, like, the splatter zone. <laughs> 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 Um, so things went downhill, and he just went mad. Like he was just shit, and he went crazy. Mm-hmm. So in his, I feel like he had some. I sort of remember he had some epic parties, though. And probably he grew up on yeah. on the Ibiza island with the old emperor. He probably learned some tricks. Yeah. So, the good thing is he was loving life, but and then, so the sister who died left a husband. Are they called a widower if it's a a widower? Mary is what it's left called. A widower husband. Yeah. And then the two remaining sisters and the husband were like, let's overthrow him because he's lost his shit. <gasps> oh. Yeah, but then they got found out. Betrayal. Oh, bad time. But he, honestly, he deserved it. He was like... He was going mad. He was nuts. He was doing... Not oh, good. he executed someone for being too handsome. <laughs> he was like, you're too handsome. You're dead. I sort of get that. And then... <laughs> and then he made the dead guy's father go to a feast in celebration of the murder of his son. 
Ooh, no, I don't get that. Yeah. <laughs> party! I was with him for the first part. <laughs> Afterwards. So little boots. This is when my heart was like breaking. He's shit now. They get found out. The widower husband gets killed. The two sisters get sent into exile. Mm-hmm. And then some more stuff happens. They're in exile for a while. They're in exile for a while. Nothing really happens. Are they in exile? No. Um, I believe so, yeah. Oh, okay. Shit. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's not, it's not really super relevant to the story that I told you. I don't think I even mentioned it to okay. you. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I think at this point they were together. Um, and then he gets a little bit too unpopular. Yeah. And, and there's another coup. Yep. Oh, the first one was called the Something of the Three Daggers. Yeah, Ooh. the plot of the three daggers. Plot of the three daggers. So. You That's remembered all the important words. <laughs> <laughs> um, Very Game of Thronesy. Something else happens. Someone else rebels against him, and he gets, as Caden put it, super stabbed. <laughs> and him, his wife, and his daughter are dead. <laughs> So that's a real wait, sad end wait, to little him, boots. His, little boots. Him, his wife, and his daughter. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in fairness, his wife was also like crazy. crazy. Oh, oh, I forgot. Also, at some point before Little Boots' death, little A has her first son with her husband. You know the shit one? The shit husband. The shit the husband. husband. He was the one who for fun drove his chariot over a small child in the street, because lol. <laughs> and they had their first kid together, who's Nero. Like the ah, Nero. The Nero. Yeah. The Nero. But he's still a baby right now. Okay. When she when little A he's goes into exile. He's like the new little boots. <laughs> little tiny boots. <laughs> when little A goes into exile, Nero is hanging out with some Aunt? Yeah. And oh, so he stays. On his mother's side. Nero is still there. But yeah. she, little A, doesn't like the person who's looking well, up Well, do you Nero. know, so you know why he ends up with an aunt, right? No. Yes, did we do, do that? Yes, you do. Because Demidius dies. Oh, yeah. Crazy old man dies. Oh. Which isn't that important, but and, he is dead. So. And they don't trust the mom to take care Well, she's just doing her exile thing. Like, better to keep him with somebody yeah, else. So, so he, she doesn't influence him. So, yeah. So yeah. he goes to... Um, one of Domitius' sisters, so her husband's sisters, and they're both called Domitia. He has two sisters, and they're both named Domitia because no one's got any creativity. No one's original. Mm-hmm. And uh, she hates Domitia. She's like, this girl's a bitch. So she's not happy yeah. about it. Um, and then, in summary, the final bit of where we left it was then, because Little Boots has sadly, not so sadly died. Someone else <laughs> needs to be emperor, but he's like wiped out the whole of his family. So it goes back up to his uncle, whose name I don't know. Um, yes. I said yes. That was correct. Oh. <laughs> he said the name. No, yeah. it's Claudius, but yes. Claudius. Mm. Um, so he's now emperor. He doesn't want it because all the other people, you know, didn't end well for them. So he's now sadly emperor. And that's literally where we stopped. And that's that. That's yes. the story of Little Boots Rise and Fall. Okay, so <laughs> Little A in exile. Yeah. Yes. Little Nero with a stupid aunt. Yeah. yeah. Someone who's just... Someone who doesn't want to be on a throne, on a throne. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay, and you don't really need to know about Little Boots because he's dead now. But like, just, it was a real we just, emotional. We just loved journey. him, and it was yeah, it was a real. We had trip. a chant going on for him. <laughs> little boots, no, little boots, and then our and sweet like prince a, is no more. Yeah, but the main story is about Little A. Cool. Yeah, so, I feel like I said no information about her. Cause I was no, so it's okay. Crazy. I mean, her life is so entwined with the men that she's involved with, obviously. And like I said, I think. I still haven't counted this properly, and I should have. But I think there's about five emperors in the story, and she has connections in some way, or is impacted by all of them. Mm-hmm. And also, so, this, this history is written by men, men. so yeah. obviously, oh, who we did a little, a yeah, little ramble a little, on that. Ooh, I'm glad. A little about um, yeah, the, the poor women, because <laughs> um, they're like, they're really mean to her. The historians all think that she's like a conniving bitch, essentially. Mm, yes. Which, in fairness. She may have been. She is, but that's cool. 
<laughs> and we appreciate it. Um, she's a boss-ass bitch. Yeah, and they're like, women in government? Ooh, the scandal. Yeah, not in my like, realm. Little Boots, he was like pimping out his sister while probably sleeping with one of them. And then when he got mad at them, he was all like, oh my god, they've been prostituting themselves. And it's like, you're literally the pimps that pimp them out to people. But he was angry about that. And people felt like they couldn't do anything if it wasn't for like some sort of sexual connotation. They were sleeping with him or they wanted to sleep with him or he wanted her. Like, not just because they had brains that wanted to do their own thing. Women have brains? Whew. Yeah, we did talk about how, like, women at the time are basically, they can, like, it's believed that they can only affect change by, like, their horrible, like, womanly wiles, and they're all just sexual beasts, and... And manipulating they're, men. They're manipulating men with their bodies, and they don't have any other, like, use, basically. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, it was actually, we talked a little bit about how she was so, sort of seen as being pretty average-looking, which is sort of amazing, because... For someone who affects as much change as she will in this story, which we haven't quite gone to yet, um, you would assume that they would have made her this, like, temptress, and she's actually not. So, that's kind of cool. It's the only nice thing they ever did to her, because everything else they do is... Everything else they write about her is terrible. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so we ended with... That was a really good summary. Um, Thanks. I'm really you remember the name. You remembered... So much of it, actually. I'm actually very proud of it. I was really impressed. Thank you. Um, So, yeah. So, we ended with Claudius, uh, the new emperor. He was found... So, basically, the Senate, they see that um, that Lil Boots is now dead. And they're like, oh, I guess, like, maybe we should go back to being a republic. Like, wouldn't that be neat? Like, look at that. There's no emperor now. And it's an ideal time. We've sort of depleted most of Germanicus's family. Um, The only one left is a baby, Nero. Um, So maybe now we go back to being a republic. Um, but the Praetorian Guard, whose whole job is to guard the emperor, and they make, like, a lot of money doing that, they're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> That sound so good. <laughs> we sure about this? And the Senate, like, you know, they're all the mines and the rich people and stuff, but the Praetorian Guard have all the weapons. <laughs> so the Praetorian Guard's like, maybe not today. <laughs> I think we're gonna get an emperor instead. So come they, back next week. Yeah. So they're they're you know they're studying their little scroll of the family tree and they're like so we found this guy Claudius. Um, he's not like super hot on the political world. Like he's not doing great. He um, he has like his own kind of like personal issues in the sense that like he probably had some of his own disorders, um, including potentially epilepsy um he's you know he's like not a very personable guy we talked earlier in the last episode about tiberius and how he wasn't particularly personable and that can cause problems when your people don't really like you that much so claudius was like not keen to be emperor but they're like the praetorian guard kind of shows up and if you believe the stories they find him like cowering behind (laughs) some drapes he's like i don't want to do this i don't want to die and and the praetorian guard's like "Mm, but you see we've got all these weapons and we really need a guy to follow so yeah you're the emperor i mean they turn up at your house with literally their weapons and so what you like, gonna do die now or die as the emperor, yeah, as the emperor. Exactly. die with some history behind you so everyone knows who you are and he's like i guess um yeah so he's not pleased about it but he's the emperor and his wife called messalina um will be his empress obviously um, and she is written into history as a crazy woman. In fairness, some of the things she does are a little bit crazy. Uh, but she is the typical, like, historical crazy lady. Um, 
Messalina and Nigropina, now this is going to be very confusing. Um, genetically, they're second cousins, so they are genetically related. But through marriage, they're actually both each other's aunts. What? You how think, does that even work? How is that possible? No, right. it's going to get Break very confusing. Little um, there's, there's a pretty easy, one side of it is very easy, one side of it's quite complicated. <laughs> so, um, so you remember that um, Agrippina was married to a man called Domitius. Little A. Stupid and creepy husband. old man. Yeah. yeah, creepy old man, Domitius. So Domitius is, he has his two sisters, the two Domitias. Mm-hmm. One of the Domitias is Messalina's mother. All right. And, if, right. and if you think about yeah, it, yeah. it makes sense because she, because Agrippina's married to a man 30-some years older than her. Yeah. So it makes sense that she would be the same age as the daughter of one of her husband's sisters. sisters. Yeah. So little A's husband's sister's child is Messalina. Yeah. Right. Yes. Got so it. that so she in that way through the marriage to Domitius is Messalina's aunt. Yeah. And then the other way, of course, is that Messalina is married to Claudius. Claudius is her uncle, Agrippina's uncle. Ooh. So they are literally aunting each other. I wonder if that works. Like aunt off. <laughs> Who's the better aunt? Oh, it's gonna they're gonna aunt off. Huh? Or niece off. Or yeah, they're, they're also they're also both nieces. So yeah, it's just a weird family triangle of things happening there. And um, and if you remember, she also hated both of the Domitias. One of them cared for her son while she was in exile. She hates the Domitias. But does she so, hate Missolino? She's not a fan. Not a fan. She's not a fan. Okay. Um and while so you know they've been doing their emperoring and empressing they're doing their thing little a is still in exile so little a and um her sister lavilla are brought back Ooh, and so they are allowed to return because of uh the change in regime so technically right. he didn't have to do that he could have been a dick but he was like ah bygones be bygones like no one really liked caligula anyway by that point we'll bring them back so they're brought back and um basically the goal is just to lie low because anything could go wrong at any time. And uh, this doesn't actually work out so well for Lavilla because she will be um, charged with adultery for having uh, relations with a man called Seneca. And he's married. So, um, to be honest, for the most part, people don't really care. Yeah, that happens like 10 times But Messalina, if we're believing this kind of crazy lady persona... She wants she wants to get rid of the child the children of Germanicus. There's the two left, the two daughters. Yeah, and she's like, yeah, we need to get rid of that one. So send her away. So she actually ends up back in exile. Oh man, uh, for that. And so does Seneca actually. Um, he's going to be a little bit relevant later, but not really. Um, but they're both sent off to exile, not together. I would assume. Um, <laughs> otherwise, it's like a fun vacation like honeymoon. Um, but Agrippina is like, wow, my sister just got sent into exile. For doing something, like, pretty normal. <laughs> Which I've already done myself, or at least been accused of. Yeah, right? been accused of, certainly. So she's like, wow, I really need to, like, <laughs> lie low. Like, under the radar, no one knows I'm here. Which is hard for her, because, of course, as we said, she's from this really, like, well-known family, and everyone loves her father, who's now dead. And, like, she's now the last of the children of him in Rome. Obviously, her mm-hmm. sister's there she'll end up dying in exile so we can basically say she's dead Spoiler. <laughs> yeah i mean it's not super relevant she's never come back oh, she's God. gonna die in exile um so she's yeah she's the last of the children of germanicus um she's got this like beautifully noble lineage and she did kind of still have a, an air of self-importance in a way so it's sort of hard for her to lie low but she's like ooh, better because otherwise i'm the end 
Um, and so she is pardoned, obviously, by Claudius, um, and she ends up taking back her son, which is good because, obviously, she did not like the Domitias. Um, so she and uh, her sister, before Livilla was sent off, they actually... Caligula was, like, burned and then just, like, dumped somewhere. Yeah, so Little Boots was his body was burned and then he was just like dumped somewhere like with no ceremony. That's quite brutal. And so when they came back, they have to like not only because it's like the familial role to make sure that your family is being properly buried, but also it's like a PR move. Um, because as I said, he to his death was pretty popular with the common people, despite the fact that he was in crazy stuff. The commoner still actually kind of liked him. I mean, yeah, it's fun to gossip about your royalty. He's a fun so. guy. He's weird. He was lowering the Something taxes. Something new every day. Yeah, he's never boring as long Crazy as you're not stories. as long as you're not being fed to the animals Just or you're not too sit handsome. In real C. C. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. don't sit in real I mean, C. Honestly, though, that family have a real thing about funerals. Like, first Jeremy died, and they all walk around sad. And then, oh, there was another thing when. Someone else died and they Lepidus, made little A do like Lepidus the walk had of to shame. do the walk of shame. Oh, that one was they, a shame walk though. Yeah, when the when they were doing the plot of three daggers and then the guy got found out and mm-hmm. killed, yeah. they made little A walk back with his ashes like shamefully through the streets and everyone was like, "Ah, oh, you dick," <laughs> and like hated her. And now they're doing it again with with little boots. Yeah, so body. she has to make sure that her so brother dramatic. is properly buried. So they find his ashes, which I don't even know how you just like find <laughs> dumped ashes. Yeah. They could have been anything. I mean, I get it though. Like if you're not properly buried. Like, it's like a thing in Rome. Yeah, exactly. You like, won't be like a you, piece. You, you're not going to like Roman heaven. Yeah, the gods won't look out for you. It doesn't you're right. Work. Had, they've just dumped his ashes at the roadside, and they just pick it up. It could just be literally anything. And they're like, oh, but they have to believe it, and that's all that matters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they find Caligula's body in quotes, um, <laughs> the pile, his of dirt. little his little ashes, and apparently they re in like incinerate them, so they're once again made ashes. So but ashes of ashes, but probably like. Properly, so like maybe yeah. with uh, the food respects offerings and, yeah. and prayers, the things that have to like, be done for actual, like the ceremony of it, exactly. And then they are then properly buried, literally the um, most honored bit of dirt in a yeah, pile of room in history. Exactly, yes. And so that is like kind of like that job is done because he did need to have that as the emperor, but also it's great PR for their family because um, he was so popular. Um, and then upon returning, she now has no husband, so she needs to get married again. So She's probably still like 25. Yeah, she's not that she old. She started the shit real early. Yeah. <laughs> That's... If if people get married at 13, 25 is quite old. She's to get like a married. spinster. Yeah, yeah, she's gonna she's, have a hard time. She's only time had that one kid. We I mean, really... it took her it took her nine years to have the one kid that she'll have, and it's like mm, maybe she didn't like that husband very much. Yeah, or she could have issues. Yeah, yeah. or maybe maybe, maybe he was a decent forty five year old man and thought, oh, this thirteen year old is probably a bit too young to be bearing my child. Ooh. Well, wait, <laughs> hey, probably wait. Okay, I want to believe it. that. I want to believe it. Yeah. I hope. Although he was accused of having incest with his sister, so maybe, maybe he was he just, just more into that. his yeah. sister. <laughs> Which, if I was Agrippina at thirteen years old, he'd be like, you know what? Fine. Not, not gonna question it. it. Not <laughs> questioning it. Five years. <laughs> exactly. Um, yes. Yeah, so she has to get married again um, before somebody like forces her into something worse. Mm-hmm. So first, she meets a man called Galba, and she <laughs> wants to marry him. Um, the problem is that he has a wife, and that's not generally a problem because, as I've said, divorce is a thing. It happens all the time for political reasons. They get rid of wives and husbands all the time. Um, the issue is he loves Thank his you. wife. Next. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you, next. Except this one this one loves his wife, genuinely. Aww. And uh Oh dear. 
so, so the story is that she gets kind of aggressive in her inten- in her like attentions to him, <laughs> and this is probably slightly exaggerated because if she's meant to be going under the radar, she's not doing it very well with the story. But it basically, she gets so kind of like aggravated in public about not being able to marry this super attractive man or whatever that. Um, his mother-in-law, so obviously the mother of his wife that he loves so much, slaps Agrippina in public, <gasps> which I think probably Ooh. seems like it wouldn't have happened because oh, I that feel would like have it, been... That's such a great, like, little dramatic detail, though. I yeah, yeah, yeah but the thing... Yeah, it's good to believe it happened, but I just feel like if she's trying to not well, like, be well, noticed yeah. too much... What was she doing? Just, like, stomping around the public fountain? Marry me! Like, I'm so horny! Where is he? <laughs> she just follows him around, and she's like, marry me, marry me, marry me, marry me, marry me, marry me. She's gonna wear him down. Yeah, put a ring on it. Like, just wondering. I feel like if you guys are not being very aggressive about it, I'm imagining way worse. Things. <laughs> <laughs> just like she's just like like going up there and like grabbing his hand and putting it on his boob and being like, "What are you missing?" Mm. <laughs> just like popping up in his bedroom. And, he, and he's, he's like, "I have a wife. I love her." Literally, oh the wife is like next to him in bed. She's like, "Hello, excuse me." <laughs> little A is just popping up in their room, like, and then there's a little. There's mother-in-law like uh, I'm sorry what <laughs> yeah Bitch, so no <laughs> probably it's not as dramatic as this is described as um it's funnier that way but if she's <laughs> if she's trying not to be getting too much attention on herself then not wouldn't be the way to do it is to get slapped in public so probably that didn't happen it's a Suetonius story so again written like way after the event um so she finally gives up on Galba. She's like, whatever, that's a lost cause. He was pretty noble, so like it would have been a good match, but he's clearly off the market. Uh, Actually loves his wife. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> um, so then she finds another guy. His name is Crispus Pazanius. Pazanius? Really? I'm going to call him Crispus. So I'm, I'm into that one. Crispy. Baby. Crispy. <laughs> so Crispy. Um, and she's like, yeah, Crispy will do. He's not quite as, like, noble in terms of birth as Galba, but she's like, yeah, Crispy's fine. Um, and so Claudius is like, yeah, those two can marry. Like, I'm, I'm not, I don't care. I don't really care. <laughs> Claudius is like, yep, emperor blessing, you have it, whatever. Um, and he was, like, a much better guy than her first husband, Domitius. Like, like we don't know much about him, because, to be honest, this is another dark period of her life where we just have no clue what happened. Oh, I was just going to ask, do we know how old he is compared to little A? No. Okay. I don't think so. I mean, as far as I know, I do not know. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying no one out there knows, he's but... He's probably older. He's probably... I mean, she's obviously, like, you know, mid-twenties now. Like an um, old lady in those times. Yeah. But he's... <laughs> I mean, he's probably closer to her age than the first husband was. Mm-hmm. Um, and he seems like a nice guy. Um, we don't really know much about him, so it's hard to say with any certainty, but, like, he seemed kind of like he was just one of those people that, like, sort of did as told and was just sort of there and, like, happy to be there, basically. He really had not much to beat, though, did he? Like, accused of incest, accused of treason, 35 years older than her. Yeah. Like, generally reported as being a shit human. <laughs> yeah. Sleeping with his sister. Yeah. yeah. So, like, there's like, better... this guy had to do was, like, not be a dick. Not be... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, not be the winning. worst. Yeah, not being a dick in ancient Rome. Yeah. Mm. And, yeah, so he seems like a fine enough guy. Um, and... She got on with him, it seems. So, um, and obviously she had Nero already, her son. So, like, she wasn't really looking to make any more kids. She was, she's like, that first birth was enough. Um, <laughs> I went through it once, never again. <laughs> she wrote, like, a whole diary about how traumatic it was. Ooh. Yeah. Like, a whole thing. I, I feel like I don't want to read that. Unfortunately, you cannot, so. Yeah, it's okay. But yeah, it was a breach birth, so it was bad even for the times. Especially for the times, because you can't do anything about it then. Yeah. Um, so, she... She's with him for we don't know how long. 
Crispy is, uh, we don't know exactly when they marry, so we're not sure how long they're together. It could be a, as little as about six months. It could be as long as about six years. Um, unfortunately, he will die. Aww. Little Leia has such a, a hard time of it. Yeah, and it seems like she was fine with him. Now, this is getting to the point where um, the history gets really, like, you know, written by the men who do not like her. So... They think she poisons him. I mean, oh, I, I kind of understand. Like, In fairness. One husband dies, okay. Second husband dies, you're going to start asking well, questions. Well, the first one dies while she's in exile, so yeah, she that cannot stop him. She wasn't even that. She could have sent a messenger. But with yeah. a poison vial that he just tipped <laughs> in. Yeah, but a uh, dagger. But yeah, so this one dies. Um, crispy, mm. R.I.P. And um, You're a good man, Crispy. <laughs> I wonder if they commented him. And he, uh, <laughs> he's just him like crispy super yeah, crispy. <laughs> and yes, overcooked. So he, um, he may have been poisoned, maybe not. Um, this will start the first of her. Uh, husbands that she potentially murders. Ooh, um, love. Ooh well, like there's love. only, in fairness, there's only two of three. But the first one, she's not accused of murdering at all. But no she one could have her. three. I'm still saying she could have. No of, one? Oh, okay, yes. For, in fairness, she could. there's nothing to say she could not have, but no one seems to think there was foul play in the first one. Okay. This one, people seem to think there's some foul play. Two of three is quite a lot. If I came to you and I was like, oh, hey, how are you doing? Like, well, you want to marry me? dating scene. I have three ex-husbands and two of them I may have murdered. You wouldn't be like, like that good odds. <laughs> good odds. Yeah, so um, I would say, though, that it's a pretty big gamble for her to have killed him because all around, like, we don't know much again, but, like, he doesn't seem like a bad guy. Oh, and she should um, have still been laying low. Yeah, she should be laying low. Mm. Um, he was somebody that, like, was politically involved but, like, wasn't going to do anything crazy, so she's sort yeah. of safe with him. Um, obviously, being unmarried is less safe for her than being married. Um, so, like... It, again, it's sort of like the devil you know. Like, she was married to him, and, like, it was fine, so why would you get rid of that for something that could be chaos? Maybe yeah. he wanted to do, like, a crazy sex thing, and she was like, no. <laughs> no. Maybe she saw that first guy who had the loving wife. Maybe the loving wife's dead, and their eyes met across the fountain, and she was like, <gasps> this is my time. <laughs> gotta go for it. I mean, I can tell you that she will never marry Galba, if that oh. changes anything for you. Well, worth trying. I do know that that's the truth. I don't know if she ever saw him and was like, you know what? One more, one more shot. I was rooting for <laughs> Um... But she does become quite wealthy as his widow. He wasn't oh, as he was, noble was as the first guy, but he was quite wealthy. Ooh. So she was like Baby. she was like the kind of black widow woman who's like marrying men. And, yeah, basically. <laughs> so she's taking their money. And she was obviously wealthy on her own, but you know, even better when she's taking other men's wealth as well. <laughs> even um, better. Even better. It's the best kind of wealth. So then we get into from your husband that you poisoned. <laughs> <laughs> so then we get into the Battle of the Suns. And that is because Messalina, the current empress, she has her own son with her husband, and his name is Britannicus. Um, two points to, you know, whoever knows what that ended up being a name for. Britannicus. Nope, nope nothing. Come on. Nope, nothing. Holly. What? Holly Why are you know. putting me on the spot? Britannicus? Nope. Where are we right now? I was I was joking, but okay. <laughs> I thought it was really obvious, but then it started feeling not like a joke. I was just trying to drink this, and I had a really big gulp that went down the wrong way, and I'm trying really hard not to splatter into the podcast, and I turn around, and everyone's staring at me. Sorry, sorry for the podcast. We've had some... Um, Yes, so Messalina's son, Britannicus, um, he's the next in line to the throne, so they don't really need Nero. Um, Britannicus is a bit younger, a couple years younger than Nero, uh, her own, obviously her son, Agrippina's son. Um, But Messalina's very insecure about this, and because like we said, you know, it is sort of a battle for like, 
it's not necessarily the son who always gets it. So it, it really becomes about popularity and age. Like, obviously, they want him to be as old as possible when his father will die. Um, so, yeah, she's very, very insecure about this. And Nero has this amazingly robust lineage, um, grandson of the popular Germanicus, who, you know, that name just never seems to die, and everyone <laughs> loves him. And, I like, obviously, technically, Britannicus is a nephew of Germanicus, but it's, just, it's not the same. Grandson's way better. It's not the same. Mm-hmm. Um... And so there's an event, and we're like several years in now, so Nero's a teen, a young teen, but a teen, um, and Britannicus is a couple years younger than that. So they go to what's called the Secular Games, which is supposed to happen about every hundred years. This one happens a bit earlier than it's meant to, but that's fine. They just needed like a boost in morale, so they were like, games. Um, <laughs> don't sit in Rosie <laughs> on the tickets. It's like, don't worry. <laughs> don't worry, Rosie's safe. Yeah, little Boots is gone. You're all good. <laughs> Um, so Agrippina and Nero attend this event. Um, he's sort of kind of making his way as more of like a man in society. He's not quite a man yet, but like he's getting there. Um, he's like that awkward phase where he's getting like chin he's like and a tweed, and he's like yeah, trying to be like oh man, but his voice hasn't gone Cracked yet. It's like it cracking, yeah. yeah. But everyone's like, she's also like walking around with him, being like, look at my beautiful baby My son, yeah. this is Germanicus's heir. Yeah. He was born bridge. <laughs> Do you know what I've done? He's like, hi, I'm Nero. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, so they show up to these secular games that um, Messalina and her son Britannicus are also at, and it becomes a big thing because um, Agrippina and Nero... Like, they come in, and they go to their seats, and the crowd goes wild. Ooh. They're so into it. They're like, it's Germanicus, it's kids, and grandkids. Yeah. like, we love him. It's like, they had little boots one time, and we hate him now, but we still kind of love him. Um, but he was a crazy party animal. Uh, and, yeah, so they're, like, all into it. And then, um, and then Messalina and Britannicus are there, and you know, people are still going crazy. They're like, you know, like that's our empress, that's our like heir to the throne. Mm-hmm. But it's just not. But the he's same. not as good looking. You know? It's just not the same. The, the cheers aren't as cheerful. The love's <laughs> not as loving. <laughs> so awkward. It's oh, yeah. yeah. And you know, yeah. And for some people, this would be the first ever time they've seen any of these people. So they've heard of Germanicus, they've Ooh. heard of their emperor Ooh. and their empress, but they're like, damn. Ooh, what if it's like she came in first and then the audience was like, oh, that's our empress and their kid. And then it's like, oh, fuck, no, that was the second couple that came. Ooh, <laughs> they got it wrong. They got it wrong. Yeah, I don't know. They just or- started cheering because other people were I don't cheering. know what the order was, but, oh. yeah, it just no seems one, but like... it's like someone comes on stage when you've been you're waiting for really the, excited. Like, you're, like, the all band. amped up. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't, I don't know the order, so I couldn't say, like, for certain... Well, obviously, no one could say for certain, but I couldn't even hedge a guess on, like, what happened there. Mm-hmm. But it does seem like people just really love the family yeah. of Germanicus. Yeah. And I mean, that name just carries. It Jeremy just, is popular AF. It just carries for a long time. And again, like, the people yeah. still liked Caligula. I really hope Nero did that thing. You know, they sometimes don't show you, so he, like, runs out, and everyone's like, wait, and then he runs in, and then he keeps running out, and everyone's like, what? Oh. What? <laughs> like, as he pops out. Encore! <laughs> One more hero! <laughs> yeah. And then there's, like, the other person who, mm. Semolina's kid. Oh, what God. Messalina? Semolina. I'm gonna go with Semolina from Britannicus, you should... 
like Britannicus, uh, the place that we are right now. Exactly. But he's like trying to run it out. And no one gets And everyone's like, stay out. Imagine if Nero's doing his bit where he's like running out and coming back in, and then Britannicus comes up and it's like everyone's cheering. And he's like, yeah, that's for me. And then he sees it's like, no, that's for you. Caden's <laughs> like, guys, that didn't actually happen. <laughs> I mean, I won't, I won't discredit you. I couldn't confirm or deny yeah. that statement, and therefore I won't. I'll just say maybe. <laughs> it's all good ideas for it's, our show on. Yeah, it's historical HBO. fiction. Mm-hmm. We're interpreting the history. And that's fine. Um, yeah, so this all happens. The cheering thing happens. And <laughs> Messalina is like, oh, no. <laughs> this is bad. So there's a story, basically, that Messalina is like, got to have that kid killed. Nero? Mm-mm. Zero. We're not doing that. From so, Nero to zero. So, <laughs> so, um, so the story goes that she sends assassins to his room. They're super casual with the assassins. Yeah, they just don't care. You're too handsome? Dead. <laughs> Your you get too many cheers at the second of the games? Dead. Dead. <laughs> not, yeah. en- not enough slaves to kill? Just uh, dead. Rosie's dead. dead. <laughs> Rosie gone. gone. Like they're all about those assassins must have been rolling it. They were making bang. <laughs> That's the job you want to have at that time. Um, yes. Yeah, so they're like, send those assassins for Nero in the night. But apparently the story goes In my head they're ninjas. <laughs> Which Roman ninjas. It can't be, but if like assassins in the night, it's just gotta be ninjas. They're ninjas. They're definitely ninjas. Yeah. And so yeah, so they they send these ninjas, and um, (laughs) they get to his room, and the story goes that they see a snake in his room, like guarding his bed. And they're and they're like, oh man, oh shit, we can't kill this boy. So they run out, and then of course you have like poor sweet little Nero, who is maybe sweet at this time. I don't actually know. He's like, what? Well, he's a teenager, so he's definitely not. Yeah, he sucks, but he's gonna suck more later, so he could be sweet now. Sweeter, and yeah, he wakes up. He's like, "What? Sorry, what happened? <laughs> Who was it? it? Was a fucking snake oh in my bed? God, the ninjas!" <laughs> and so yeah, so as this goes, um, Agrippina basically pulls a Taylor Swift, and she's like, "Snakes in my son's room, protecting him." So she like has this snake like skin taken off, and she fashions it into a bracelet for him. She has him Ooh. embrace the snake, like okay, Taylor Swift. That really honors the snake. She's yeah. like, this snake's just saved my kid's life. Like, what can I do to immortalize him? Oh yeah, kill and skin him. I mean, yeah, well, he's gonna die anyway, so yeah, might as well make him a cool was sent ass by the gods. So, it's so like he was a fun. gift to them anyway. I mean, and which so, god did she say, like, I have no did? idea. Okay. Um, you know, after Caligula tried to kill a bunch of them, yeah, probably like, you know what, so... They're probably like Nero. At least he's not gonna try to kill us. Yeah, because they kept being like, "Oh, these people are praying to the gods," and I'm worried that like they're praying against me, mm. and that might like put me in bad favor with the gods. But at the same time, he declared war on like three of them, just like yeah. wandering around. He in his tried garden. to go to war with Neptune. He's like, "I could fight. I could fight Jupiter." And it's like, dude, it doesn't matter what the people are praying about. <laughs> you are <laughs> declaring war. On yeah, the you, you are the one trying to you know yeah. call them out in like a schoolyard fight. <laughs> yeah. So Agrippina, and, that, and that's Nero's uncle. Is that right? Little Boots is Nero's uncle. Yes. Mm. Yes. Yeah. So she has this whole Taylor Swift thing of like, let's make PR out of this whole snake story. So he's got this bracelet and he wears it um, I mean, as again, like a symbol of this. ass bitch. That's amazing. how you roll. She knows how the political machine Branding. works. Branding is everything. Exactly. She knows how this machine works. She's lived it for long enough that she knows how to fight for her son's right to the Nero's throne. like, I don't want to wear a snake bracelet. <laughs> You've got to do this. I'm a vegan. No. <laughs> no not Nero. He could never be a vegan. Um, and yeah, so Messalina 
I'm going to so oversimplify this because we don't really have trouble, time to get into the trouble that Messalina is going to cause. But she basically messes up majorly. She tries to get a bunch of people exiled, and it's, like, not a great idea. And then eventually her husband, the emperor, is, like, away on business. And she's like, bye, honey. See you later. And then she tries to get with another guy oh, and oh, no. overthrow her husband. She's like, yeah, he's out of town, what? so we're going to get rid of him. <clears throat> oh, Messalina. And it was a bad move. It was just a bad... And that's why they do portray her as, like, this hypersexual woman because she like as soon as he leaves she's like getting with another man and like trying to overthrow her husband and like like has he got with other people I, I mean let's be honest probably I mean that's not his, she's not his first wife so he's definitely been with other women I don't know if he's got like mistresses and stuff um, to be honest, like he I feel like they just write that out the history book. Yeah, there's probably. like men having like wild orgies in the corner, and then he's like, and the woman looks sideways. Yeah, at this I mean, <laughs> I have to, and I do have to say, knee. in this case, the overthrowing of the husband plan was probably the major problem with what's happening here. <laughs> 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 but yeah, yeah, the cheating I mean, it too. is a little bit cheating's too. not great. <laughs> so you can imagine that he's out of town getting this call, and he's not thrilled. Yeah, he's cool. he's, like, <laughs> getting a call. he's like, like, getting like his Skype. <laughs> he's like, I'm sorry. What is my life doing? She's like butt down it while having sex with this other guy. She's like, she's like having sex, and she's like, we're gonna overthrow my husband, right? Mm. And he's like, sorry, what? You would not but want to be the messenger who has no. to like tell him, give the no. scroll with like yeah. a picture of him having sex. Be like, oh, what I've seen. Um, yeah, so he's not happy about it. So he comes back, and she will be tried and executed. So bye bye, Masalina. Your life was as messy as your death. Mm. But what a great summary. Sweet girl. I still love her. Her name is still cool, and I would still give it to a child, even though she's not a great influence. Um, no. Then we now have a bachelor emperor who, you know, he's in need of a wife. He doesn't want a wife. He wants to be a bachelor. He's like, wives he, are not worth but it. But he's he the his, emperor, so he can't. And he does have a son. He has a son. But right? everyone's like, no, you know, you, you, we got to have an empress. Like, we don't we don't play with this. Like, we got to have an empress. The women need to look up to someone. And it's just kind of weird. Like, they have had empresses in the and they're, they're only on Emperor 4, but, like, empresses seem to be kind of a thing. So, like, yeah, right. we really want one of those. Um, so, yeah, his team basically says no to the Bachelor Emperor idea. <gasps> the Bachelor Emperor. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he has roses. And he has to give roses. Yes. Well, that's the thing. So, his, 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 his kind of team, um, they basically say, okay, we have a couple of ideas. So, they each kind of put up different people. And oh, my God. It's an actual reality show. Yeah. it's a re- This is reality television. And so, for, you know, the ancient audience <laughs> and so um one of the one of the members of his little squad is like what if you just married your former wife he had divorced a wife because i guess like it didn't work out for some reason or he had to marry someone else and so he had a wife that like he knew that they were compatible and they were like you know just marry her again like we know it's gonna work it's fine and you already have a son so even if she's like got problems with that you have an heir it's not a big deal um, then somebody else is like, well, wouldn't it be cool if you married another girl who was one of the wives of Caligula? Now, her life is really depressing. Her name is uh, Paulina, and um, she was married to Caligula only for a couple of months. He made her Wild. get divorced. She was in a loving relationship, loved her husband. He made her get divorced so that he could marry her. She like uh, What a dick. She went like kicking and screaming to I be married. I bet no one slapped him in the face by the fountain. No. No, no one slapped him. No, no one slapped him in the face. Um, and so, yeah, so he's like, divorce, I'm the, because when Caligula obviously is emperor, he's like, I'm the emperor, divorce your husband, Do marry me. So then she's like, I guess. And she like cries the whole way. She's like, I don't want to divorce Aww. him. And she's like really depressed. 
And then they get married. They're married for about six months, and then he's like, oh, you're infertile. Next. Uh, what wow. a dick. And he makes her, he makes her, like, before he divorces her, she has to swear an oath that she won't marry again. No, so she can't go back to the first guy? No. Oh. So then, like, well, why don't you just marry her? Like, I know that she had to do this thing, like, with Caligula, like, that's over, he's gone. Um, and, like, she's already been impressed, like, she knows kind of the ropes. Mm. Um, you know, obviously her life's kind of garbage, like, maybe it's better if she just becomes <laughs> empress, like, you know, you can only go up from there, basically. Right. Um, so her name's put forward, and then lastly, um, a friend of Agrippina is like, what if you married Agrippina? And she's like, mm, I am single. Weird. We're both single at the same time. Um, <laughs> so what's their relationship? They're uncle and niece. Ooh, yeah, so that was yeah. Crazy. it really so, is like the final episode. There's three candidates left. They have to go on dream dates. But it's it's not just like who will get the rose. It's like here here's this here's this random person who you can marry. Here's your ex-wife and here's your niece. Yeah, like I've not seen an episode that's that wild. <laughs> and so some yeah, so some people it's pretty wild. Um, some people are like, well, Agrippina like she already has a son, so you could adopt him if necessary. Obviously, you Britannicus, but like maybe that doesn't work. Nero's a good backup. Maybe she could bury you another child because she's already done it once. Like, you know, seems like a fair shot with Agrippina. Like she's a mother, you know, loving mother, doting people on her lo- son. People love her. The ideal yeah. woman. Yeah. And did you see when she came in and out at the games? <laughs> did you like, see her? <laughs> yes. So. They're like, why not Agrippina? And he's like, okay, I have some interesting options to mill over tonight. Let me think about it. Goes um, into seclusion, really having, thinks about it, does, like, the video diary. <laughs> having said that, um, there are definitely people, especially in the Senate, who hear about the uncle-niece uh, potential match, and they're not into it. What? Um, they're two singles looking for some political expediency, but, uh, you know it's kind of weird even back in those times uncles and nieces were usually too close to get married um so they actually have an order named vitellius um he's like an expert order it makes amazing speeches can kind of convince you to do anything that he wants and they have him go in and talk to the senate and he basically says that it's in their best interest to name agrippina um it's a good match obviously the same things i've said already her popularity the fact that yeah. she's a child she's a good mother blah 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 keep your Friends close and your enemies closer. <laughs> Vitellius, um, as I said, he goes into the Senate and he basically tries to convince them that it's in their best interest to make Agrippina uh, the next empress. Um, he says that, like, all the good things about her that we've already discussed, but then also he basically tries to convince them that, like, in doing this, they almost are creating their own role of, like, being the ones to choose the empress in the future. So, like, Ooh, if they pick precedent. her... Yeah, it's, like, setting... Yeah, setting a kind of an idea that that'll be what they do for the future. So, literally a precedent. Why is he her hype man? Like, who's he to... You know, just just a follower. Someone just, they paid money. Just someone who loves Germanicus. I don't know. Oh. Just someone who's into it. Somebody who supports her cause. Um, right. And supposedly in his speech that he gives, which, again, could have been totally rewritten by the historians, uh, he gives a really impassioned speech, which includes uh, the phrase, custom adapts itself to expediency. So, obviously, the custom was that you shouldn't marry nephews, or uh, uncles and nieces, sorry, no nephews. Um, And he's like, yeah, but it's just better this way when we need it. (laughs) Um, And they're like, yeah, I guess. Whatever, that's fine. So uh, she gets that uh, proposal from her uncle at the end of The Bachelor. Oh, so romantic. And uh, they're married on New Year's Day. So they're now married. Uh, She's uh, Mrs. Empress. I feel like Semolina will be rolling in her grave. 
Yes. She was like, I hated this dick, and now she's married to I'm just, fucking husband. I'm just, I'm just at this point letting you go with Semolina. 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 She's a messy bitch. Messalina. Everyone thought that she chose to marry her uncle basically as a way to further her son's claim. Yeah. Um, I don't think the kids really, like, I'm sure Nero was probably hearing from his mom, like, this is gonna be it. We're gonna get you in. And he's like, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna be the emperor, uh, mom. And then Britannicus is like, I'm finally gonna get a brother. And then Nero's like a total dick to him. <laughs> he's like, where's my mom? <laughs> well, I mean, his mom was just executed by his dad. So, like, awkward times mm. in his life. Oof. Yeah. Um, and then his dad's like, oh, do you want to count on Sunday? And he's like, well, no. <laughs> Actually, no, Dad. I had hands with Mom. <laughs> going to go to the graveyard. Think about Mom. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> a lot of people think that Agrippina does this to further Nero's claim. Um, but technically I mean, she does. Why else, though? Yeah. But in fairness, she doesn't put her own name forward. Not that she couldn't have a follower put it forward for her. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't enter her own name into the race. That would be tacky. She doesn't seduce yeah. him. She, it's all done through kind of logic. There's no seduction happening. It's literally like everyone sitting there point by point in a meeting being like, what's everyone's best point? What Pros and cons. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's no seduction. And also, like, Nero was already pretty well connected. And he was, I mean, obviously Britannicus is technically first in line no matter what. But, like, he's right there bringing up the rear Nero. So, like, it doesn't. And make incredible changes, at least at this moment. Mm. Things will change later. He's all but like, oh no, Britannicus fell on the stairs. <laughs> oh no. Shit. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll get to that. Um, so, uh, she, at this point now, she's married, she's the empress, so like, she's finally made it to a point where one of these emperors can finally be useful to her. Because mm-hmm. uh, she's married one. And so, she wants to have Nero married to Claudius's daughter, Claudia Octavia. So we're just gonna call her Octavia for her. So she wants her son to marry, to marry his, his daughter. daughter. Yeah. So they're brother and sister. They're step brother and sister. But but they're like two. And also technically, two fucking close. There's some form of cousin as well. Yeah. yeah. Or like they were something. Like, I'm not sure. Like cousin uncle, marriage, uncle and niece is okay, but no. brother and sister. Well, cousin marriage is fine. And these are technically just stepbrother and sister. sister as well. But they're not babies, you know? Like, if they were babies growing up together, then it's weird. But they're, like, kind of older, so it's not like they're growing up as siblings. Uh, granted, right. no one cared back then anyway, so it's fine. Yeah. Um, also, we don't want to, like, encourage this. <laughs> just yeah. in general. We're not but... saying this is the modern. <laughs> um, yeah, so she wants uh, Nero to marry Octavia. Octavia obviously had just had her mother executed by her father, so she's probably not super interested in getting involved in any of this drama and having said that she's engaged she's got a man she's like i'm gonna get married i'm gonna get away from this my dad's a weirdo my stepmom is like the one that my mother hated so i was gonna remove myself from this situation but agrippina's like no we need this marriage to happen because it's really good for my son and it'll like intertwine the two the branches families are gonna more. be yeah they're like the we're gonna bring the two the sides of the family coming back in everything, from episode one yeah everything coming, we're, we're just braiding everything back into the center of the family um so this tree does not really tree at all everything just comes back centrally um it's like yeah, a bramble so their family trees them <laughs> but she's like yeah bring it all back in get rid of that other guy we're gonna have these two married and as you can imagine uh they make octavia break off the engagement did they kill him no did Did he say the word goat or was he too handsome no they make this couple break off the engagement, which, in fairness, like, they weren't necessarily, like, it wasn't necessarily a love match, but, you know, okay. they've been sort of assuming they would be married mm-hmm. one day. Is he in any way important? 
Um, he himself, not to the story, but like he would have been an important enough guy to marry the emperor's daughter. Yeah. yeah. Um, on the day, so they make them break off his engagement, and on the day that um, Agrippina and Claudius actually wed, uh, he kills himself. Oh no! Which again, maybe it was a love match. Maybe it's like a whole Romeo and Juliet thing. It might have been. Well, in fairness, so though, bad. in fairness though, killing yourself back then might not have even mean you actually killed yourself. Sometimes someone kills you and they made it look like you killed yourself. Obviously, it's also like an honor thing. So like, it could have been that, like he felt that his honor was taken away from him with the uh-huh. loss of his marriage. But yeah, somehow he dies. In one way or another, it seems like it's a suicide. <laughs> so he's dead. And so Octavia's like, well, damn, guess I'm not going to marry Nero. She doesn't like him that much. She's not really into it. Mm. She's like, I was already fucking stressed enough about my dad's wedding, and you had to really up the antics on that day. <laughs> Thanks. That was so much drama. Oh, man. Thanks. They're just, like, cutting into the cake, going into the first dance. A messenger and comes. enters and is like, boom, he dead. Yeah, like, so that guy like, you're going to marry like is dead. Agatha Christie thing, but they're like, <gasps> someone in the library. <laughs> so dramatic. I imagine he went to the wedding. And then he killed himself. <laughs> oh, no. Just Probably not. <laughs> but it makes for a better story that way. That's yeah, going to happen sure. in our HBO right. version of the tale. I'll make it. Um, Just, like, saw the new happy couple, saw her having to dance with Nero. He's like, no! It's too much for me. Uh, yeah. Yes. Um, likely. So this is all... Like, working quite well in Nero's favor. He's now going to be... He's not yet married to her, but he's going to be married to Claudius's daughter. And, like, he's obviously... like Claudius's wife's son so like stepson situation happening and so eventually Claudius does make Nero a co-heir with Britannicus which is a weird situation it seems. That doesn't seem logical. Co-heirs did happen sometimes it wasn't the first time there had been a co-heir situation but as you can imagine when there are co-heir situations it does lead to issues because the two don't generally want to both be in power so sometimes someone dies. How would that even work? I feel like it's better just like give them a big glove of each, put them in a ring. Yeah. See what happens. Just see what happens. Have a go at just one, one v one. Yeah. Let's so see this, you can do this. It's not the first coer situation, but generally, it's not a great idea to would do the, because people fight. Would the theory then be like, say they didn't fight? The theory is then there's two emperors. Like no. how? How on earth would a co uh, work? Honestly, I have no idea. Maybe I'm assuming like, it never actually happened. Maybe it's like just in case this one dies, you're the next one. But they have that anyway. Why would they co-air someone? Just to make it official, maybe. Yeah, I don't really get it. I feel it. like maybe they're just bored. It's like a rainy Wednesday afternoon, and they're like, what can I do to really stir some shit up? Yeah. co going. The Bachelor's co-air. over. Co-air. It's been too boring, and now we just got to co-air this. They're like, I've run out of things on Netflix. <laughs> New chapter. Co-airs. Yes. So what, yeah, so he makes um, Nero a co-air, and Nero, like I said, is a bit older than Britannicus. Claudius isn't particularly young. So the worry is that if Claudius dies while his son Britannicus is still fairly young, we, as we know, they don't give it to children. That's just like a thing they don't do. So like, oh, maybe if Nero's a bit older, like even if Claudius were to die tomorrow, he's not like old, old. He's still like kind of young teens, but he's a little bit older. So like it's a slightly easier transition of power to give it to Nero. So, you know, it's like kind of a contingency thing. And then we get to the head bitch in charge, our girl Agrippina. So she's really? Empress. She is Empress, and she wants to get rid of some enemies because she's got she's built some enemies now. So Lolia Polina, the one I said from earlier, who had been married, it's her former sister-in-law had been married to Caligula for like a couple of months, and yes. then he dumped her. Yeah, for not being able to produce an heir. So. Because she'd been put forward as a potential next wife, and Agrippina's like, can't have that, 
like being a thing still. Um, eventually, she would be uh, accused of witchcraft and sent away. Um, and then there are other enemies of Agrippina who were probably poisoned, not literally by her, but like probably on her like orders. Um, so she's getting rid of the enemies, which in fairness, she's, I mean, she's really supporting the local economy, like all of those executioners, poisoning, those executioners, the ninja assassins. Yeah, she's all over it. Yeah. yeah, she's helping the economy, but also, I mean, in fairness, everyone would have done this. You have to get rid of the people who are. I mean, I do it regularly. Just get rid of all the people who are a danger <laughs> yeah. to me. I'm like, I no. just go, like Saturday night, I just make a list. Yeah, I would have been mean to me. Average looking. <laughs> she's like holding on to that <laughs> when she was younger. <laughs> I remember all the names um yeah so she's getting rid of enemies um she also gains quite a lot of power at this time because to be honest claudius i thought you were gonna say gains a lot of weight <laughs> no <laughs> i mean i'm sure she's got some decent eatings as empress but it's like ready to be raging about the fact people were coming to go how fat she was and i was like hey, no no she and gains she, power she's made it she's like not gonna she get, can do the fuck she wants yeah she's like an empress she can eat whatever she, she wants can eat all day she can yeah. herself she go. can have an attractive man like feeding her grapes and she's yeah. like lounging she's like yes this is the life this is what i've worked for yeah and um, if people criticize she'll be like you exo you ninja dead exo you dead like yeah. <laughs> yeah so she gets a lot of power in this time, um, and she, um, because to be honest, Claudius, like, he never wanted to be emperor anyhow, so yeah. he's, like, not that into it. So he's actually kind of, like, glad that she's taking on a big role. I mean, obviously, like, he does, he's not, like, totally inept, and he does try to do things, but, like, he doesn't mind that she's kind of involved, and a lot of the historians later are going to mind. Mm-hmm. They're like, excuse me, what? He's just like, Women? yes, take this pressure off of me. Yeah. And so she ends up having quite a lot of control over things like Roman coins. So the, for the first time ever, she and Claudius are both pictured on the front of the coin together. So last oh. time she was on the back with her sisters, which was cool, yeah. but it was the back of the coin. Mm. This time they're together, and their heads are kind of like, like not in a weird way, but just like in a coin way. They're like a little bit fused together. Um, and so it's almost like where Such where statement. does the emperor stop and the empress starts? Like they're mm. one they're one they're entity. Yeah. Yes. Um, so she gets to do that. It's like the first time that a woman's on the front of the Roman coin. She's um, pretty badass, isn't yeah. she? She so she, she was her and her sisters were the first women ever to be on a Roman coin, and now she's like, that's not good enough. Not enough. Oh, my face on the front. More. Yeah. Um, she works quite hard for the military. Obviously, we talked about the fact that like her father had been a general, and like the military really loved her family, so she does a lot to try to give back to the, them um, as her supporters. Wait, again, supporting that local economy. Yeah, exactly. Back. What a queen. Yeah. Um, yeah. She also ends up having some level of control over the Praetorian Guard, and I mentioned that they're the ones that have the weapons. Smart. Smart. So she has control over them, and she gets to name their next, like, leader of the Praetorian Guard. So he's obviously kind of in her debt for his position, yeah. so he's going to support her quite Little a Little A is really, like, smart. So yeah, she's, and I feel like people would she, say that in a manipulative way, but, like, if a man had the forethought to, like, control the people with the weapons yeah. and, like, get it's, involved yeah. and, like, get she the people She knows the game. Like, yes, They would just call job it networking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she knows the game. She's been watching this for so long, and she's been put in danger in the past, and she's been, like, she's, she's had times where she's 
the most important person basically in the country is like the sister of the emperor. She's been exiled. She's kind of gone from the highest highs to the lowest lows for like, you know, a wealthy like Roman yeah. noblewoman. She's um, not even sleeping her way around right now. No. So she, she's just clever. She just knows the game forwards and backwards. Yeah. And she can tell you the best way to play it. And that's why she's trying to get her son on the throne, because she's like, I know how to do this. I can get him there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, so she um, also, if you remember earlier, her sister had been exiled because of being involved with a man named Seneca. She has him brought back from Exile Island, and he becomes Nero's tutor, which is... his sister. Is she dead now? The no, sister's the sister's, go- sister's oh, gone. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, but Seneca comes back, he becomes Nero's tutor, which does him a huge solid... Um, she is the second woman in all, like all of this time period to be named Augusta, which is basically the actually their word Ooh, for empress yeah. while she's alive. So there have been other women who were given the title of Augusta when they died. She gets it while she's still alive, so that's pretty cool. So she's technically an Augusta. She is so cool. She's amazing. I love Ass, her. I'm a big fan of her. Ass bitch. Um, yeah. And uh, at this point, things have moved on a bit. She's kind of gained her own power. And a couple of years have passed. Claudius is starting to have regrets. Not about marrying her. He's fine with that, whatever. He's starting to regret naming Nero his co-heir. Oh, no. Agrippina, get in on that. Because he's like, oh, like my son, you know, he should be the, the real heir. And, like, we shouldn't have a co-heir situation. Why did I do that? I was probably, like, slightly coerced into it by my, like, really hot wife, whatever. Ugh, don't put um, it on your wife. And... Plus, you know, like I said, plus it does, it puts his son in a slightly awkwardly dangerous position where, like, I mean, I feel like it took him a few years to figure that out. Like, he could have been bumped off a lot of times. He He should have. Yeah, and no one did anything about it, but, like, he just has regrets. And so he starts, Claudia starts making these regrets a bit too public. Ooh, little A shut that down. Little A is like, sorry, what? Oh no! No, I don't think so. Not getting any tonight. I don't think so because that's not that's my son. (laughs) Let's talk about this when we get home. (laughs) Don't say anything. (laughs) Yeah, she's not happy about it, as you can imagine. And then weirdly, year the year's now fifty four, and they have a dinner party. And her husband's eating some mushrooms. Oh, no. And then he dies. Oh. And supposedly the story goes that she has him poisoned. Again. Could have been mushrooms. So that's the second, yeah. Could have just been, you know, mushrooms. Mushrooms, you know. Did no one think it could be the mushrooms? Were they just like, has to be poison? Can't blame it I mean, everyone seemed to think it was poison because of the fact that, like, it's so timely that he was starting to get doubtful about Mm. what he had done with the co-heir situation, and then all of a sudden he dies. I feel like (laughs) if I was little A, I would have just picked, like, poisonous mushrooms. Or maybe the cook literally fucked up. Like, this was completely an accident, and yeah. the cook said Had just, it. like, an assistant, first day, so didn't someone know died, he and he was like, shit, 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 and he was like, what do I do, what do I do? Oh, I can't open up to it. And, and then they started, started the rumor. rumor. And he's like, <gasps> oh, I heard, I overheard little A in the kitchen, and she was like, oh, I wish he'd die. And I, like, oh, oh, oh. I bet that's it. Yeah. There's some family tree out there that descends from that servant, and it's, like, a, a family history in there. They just keep it a secret. Never tell. Never tell. Well, the other thing is, um, in fairness, he dies 63 years of age. He was pretty old. So, I mean, you know, it's kind of weird to just, like, collapse at the table, but I also said he was probably epileptic. 
So, like, oh, yeah. things could have just gone wrong. Yeah. So it's uncertain. The timing is a bit strange, but that's not to say it's impossible that she didn't do it. I feel like she has a bad history with the other one, yeah. so it makes us suspicious Unfortunately, of everyone assumes she doesn't. Yeah. yeah. Um, and to be honest, there's no reason to believe she killed the first, or like, the first the of the one. two husbands yeah. who was her second husband. Yeah. Um, there's no reason to think that she killed him either, but everyone's like, you know she does the poison thing. She's a poison lady. Mm. So they just And assume. then she has the snake as a symbol as well like that's not she has a bad reputation and yeah. that's not fair Ooh, no. bad reputation back to taylor swift yeah mm-hmm. that's why you gotta own that snake yeah um yeah so her husband's now dead and it's a bit of a weird Did he, situation like, collapse on the table just like with his face in you the would hope you would hope yeah. so beautiful in the semolina Me- that's <laughs> that's how my television program will stage it. I know, but, uh, and it, uh, it uh, i mean it has to be semolina put it clearly yeah. it has to it's and just, it's his ex-wife from beyond the grave like oh, <laughs> <laughs> fuck off <laughs> choke on it uh, yes so now that he's dead there's a bit of a weird situation because we didn't have that whole co-air thing um <gasps> Oh no! But how old are the boys? Um, they're like both in their, like, okay, twenties, right? So Nero's like mid, like early to mid teens, and uh, I think he's like maybe fifteen or sixteen. Britannicus <laughs> is um, like probably like somewhere between like ten and twelve, so he's not very old. I'd say probably like twelve. So yeah, there's the emperor dead and two heirs. And so she's like, shit, 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 whether or not she planned to kill him. She's like, oh, we got to get this sorted. So she runs to the Praetorian guards, who are her BFFs, and she's like, hey, you got to support my son. We're, we're friends, so support Nero. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, we're friends. Like, we're, we're cool. You named our, like, head of the Praetorian guard. Like, we're pals. So they go to the Senate, and they're like, hey, Senate, <laughs> Nero's the emperor. And the Senate's like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, it's going down. Because they have the weapons. Yeah, they're like, look at all those weapons. Mm. So, stop, stop, I stop. guess Nero's the emperor. <laughs> <laughs> so, they can strong arm the Senate into literally anything. Um, so, Nero's crowned as emperor. I imagine they do that thing where they walked in with, like, a big cloak on. And at first, the Senate were like, I'm not sure. And then they, like, open up their cloak and there's just, like, a shit ton of weapons in there. And they're like, <laughs> Do you want to change your answer? Uh, are you sure now? Like, oh no, yeah, we do. You're right. I remember. We agree with you. And when Britannicus hears, he's just like, and storms off into his room and like slams the door. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I feel like he's a brat. And in the meantime, um, her dead husband is turned into a god, which is like normal for emperors when they're dead and so she gets to become the high priestess of his cult so like another <laughs> another extra thing to be is like a high priestess too she, you know she's a cool i shop. mean she's done everything else she's done everything else she's augusta she's mm-hmm. got all the statuses yeah. of like a vestal virgin now she's like the head of a cult it's fine um i feel like that's more fun than being an empress to be fair I, I don't even know what the high priestess does. But I wonder if she can cool. make up her own rituals. Yeah, she it should. just sounds fun. Like, my dead god husband wants you to walk around like a pig. Like, I don't know. <laughs> can you imagine her CV, fun. though? Like, for real. <laughs> her resume Whoa. is, like, jacked. On fire. And so, yeah, so she's the head of this cult. Um, she also, at this point, her son is now emperor, which is what she'd always been striving for. So she's like, first of all, she's like, hell yes. Mm. But then she's like, yeah, but the work's never done. Oh, she's got to protect her baby. So she's got to protect her baby. She has to make sure that, because he's like 16, like I said. So she has to make sure that in his cabinet of, like, kind of ministers, essentially, um, there are people that she can trust. And she, as a woman, is not allowed to attend the Senate. 
women are not allowed to be there. So she has to get people in his cabinet that will basically do everything she says. They'll come out, they'll tell her what happened, and then she'll tell them exactly what to say when they go back in. Also, Nero isn't married at this point, Mm. right? He either has married um, Claudius' daughter Octavia, or he's very soon to, but I think he has married her by this point. Um, So he, yeah, so he has a wife. So is it, like... We're assuming Octavia is like hell yeah. No, no. Octavia hates him. Yeah, Octavia's but she's not into it. Now. Yeah, but she. I don't even think she's I feel like really that's a big. You know. I mean, it's a cool bump, bump but yeah. like he just isn't really into her, and it's probably just a weird marriage. Mm, okay. Mm. Um. So yeah, in the meantime, she's basically Agrippina is stacking his cabinet with people that support her, especially because at this point he's sixteen. He's not hugely involved in the first like bit of time that he's emperor. Um, so she's like, yeah, but I have to rule for him, mm-hmm. and she's I like can't. The yeah, and I can't. And the thing is, like, they don't actually have the concept of like a queen mother or an empress mother or like a regent because, like I said, they don't do the whole kid thing as like the emperor. Mm-hmm. So she has to do this all from like behind closed doors. Like she mm-hmm. is the puppet master, and no one can be like everyone sort of knows, but no one can be kind of like getting her caught up, like called out for it. How does she have all this free time? She's a very busy lady. Like, I mean, she's doing she's, a shit ton of stuff. She's the high priestess now, though. She has yeah, people doing I mean. her bidding. No, but I feel like, you know, I would... She just needs to, like... Her schedule could be, like, Wednesday afternoon, organize. come up with a cuckold activity. <laughs> Thursday morning, like, puppet master of the Senate. <laughs> Go with delegate. Thursday afternoon, maybe, like, a little stroll. That's the nice thing about being the head bitch in charge, is that you have people to delegate to. Yeah. Yeah, but I feel like some of the fun you want to do yourself. Like, if someone was like, oh, you're yeah. a master of a cult, I'd be like, oh, I mean, oh, yes. for sure, like, I need Thursday Eve yoga she's doing, but then... Like, stretching it out? Yeah, exactly. But then mm-hmm. Thursday night prayers, she's like, priestesses, you got this. Yeah, you can kind of decide yeah. what's so important. So maybe she, like, makes the fun initiation ceremonies, and then she's like, oh, like, <laughs> you actually yeah. do them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she's quite twisty. Tweet me updates. <laughs> um, but yeah, basically she controls everything. She's okay. the puppet master at this point, which you can imagine the men are not happy. Like, sorry, a woman in charge of everything in Rome? Sorry, what? That's not okay. I don't I don't like that. I feel uncomfortable with powerful women. Make <laughs> <laughs> me, me, me. Um, scare little me. And so of course at this point they have to blame that level of power on something. So there are some pretty weird rumors that go around around this time that she's fucking her son. Oh, oh. Because of a course, woman can be powerful in her own right. Of course, she can't she have like a relationship with her son that allows her any level of power unless she's literally seducing him. Oh God, I'm still not over it. No. And their family, you know, everyone's been so up on the incest stories of her family that they're like, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Even oh, though it didn't, it didn't, it didn't I'm happen. Outraged. She's she, also like only sixteen. Yeah, and she like, loves her son. Little but a not like has that. like really got her shit together. She has like climbed up the ladder. She was in exile a while ago, and she. Back, she is owning it, and they can't deal with it. No, and I'm not a fan. No, oh. yeah. So that's the story that goes around. It's so gross, though. And she just didn't. They yeah. just didn't like how much power she has over Nero at this time. But it's like, you know what? Maybe it's also like Octavia being in there. Like, mm, I don't want to fuck him, so I'm just gonna spread some dirty rumors that little A is fucking him. Maybe. Although, well, also, maybe. I, I do feel think... like women supporting women, but, you know. Yeah, I actually do think they liked each other, the two women. Okay. They were actually pretty good friends. And you'll, we'll actually get to this, actually right now, it seems like, because we're getting into Nero's love life. Ooh. Um, uh, no, 
not with not his mom. Hey, please, no. Not with mom. Um, yeah, so that shouldn't Nero, have to be something that we clarify. Yeah, it's gross. So Nero is married, like I said, to Claudia Octavia. And um, unfortunately, that oh, marriage no. isn't hot. But he finds a new lady I mean, that he's no interested. Mom love. No, never <laughs> is. Um, he finds a new lady that he's into, um, and she is called Acte. She is a former slave woman who's now a freed woman. Oh no, no, don't want to go there. So bad situation all around. No. And Agrippina is like, you know what? Like I've seen my parents; they had a love match. I've had some interesting marriages at this point. Three down, whatever. But she's kind of saying, like, um, you know, I respect the fact that you think that you have found love, my beautiful son, who I want to support, who's sixteen and knows nothing about the world. But I have given you on a silver platter the most eligible wife in all of Rome. And you have her already. So why would you do this, please? Please, why would you do this? Why are you doing this to me? Why are you doing this? And oh, God, why are you doing this to me? No, not, no, mom, sex, no. So she's really mad. Um, so he's in love with Acte. He doesn't want to be with Octavia anymore. And he's basically, like, embarrassing his wife. Who by Octavia? Can we just yeah. go back to the fact that she was set up for marriage, was forced away from it into a guy that now doesn't want to be married to her? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, no, it's terrible. Oh, cool. No, it's, it's, it's going to get worse. Um, so, so, yeah, so he wants to be with Acte, and he's, like, embarrassing his wife. I mean, obviously, it really sounds like a teenager, though. Like, yeah. no, I'm in love with her. She's yeah. the love of my life. And like, in ugh. fairness, this podcast wants to be clear that former <laughs> slave women we support. Yes. Having said that, if you are the emperor of Rome, you cannot be with a former slave. It's very... It's just not cool. Yeah. It's not how the society works at the time. So she, like, Agrippina's like, you're embarrassing your wife, running around, like, spitting on the connections that I've created for you because you're running around with a former slave woman. Like, I mean, what? in some ways, it would be even better if she was still a slave because then it's just like, I'm using her, she's a slave, but yeah. now she's a freed woman. Yeah, and he, like, is into her, like, big time. It's not like he's just, like, Ooh, a mistress kind of situation. Yeah. Maybe, um, maybe she's his first love, you know? And the fir- also, the like, first, that first romance. Yeah, it's just, it's it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, she tries, Agrippina's like, you need to stop. Rain that I, I have worked for so many years to get us here, and you're the emperor now. You're you can't sleep with Acte. Everyone's like, oh, love is tiff going on between <laughs> mom and son now. Yes. <laughs> well, so the thing is, is that her enemies see this as prime opportunity to basically cause trouble. So they're like, they're like, wait, so she hates, Agrippina hates Acte. So, like, wouldn't it be weird if we just said the exact opposite? So all of her enemies go up to Nero, and they're like, hey, your mom's being a real bitch about Acte. We love Acte. She's so cool. You should definitely be with her. Like, true love never dies. Like, you should know this. You are a grandson of Germanicus, and they knew true love. And so he's like, yeah, like, mom's being such a bitch. (laughs) Mom sucks. So, so yeah, so her enemies are using this to drive a wedge between mother and son. Not in a romantic way, but, like, just a familial wedge. (laughs) And um, so Nero, in response to um, Agrippina's, like, trying to stop him from being with Acte, starts getting rid of some of her members of the cabinet that she's put there for her own kind of power. Mm-hmm. So she has all of her people in her court that are in the cabinet, and he's like, yeah, but mom, what if I just fired them all? 
So he starts getting rid of her people, and so she can't oh. she can't do the political things that she's been doing. Um, and then she goes. They go to like a public event, and she shows up, and everyone cheers, like "Yay, mother of the emperor! Like child of Germanicus, we love you!" And then she like walks up, you know, she's like you know doing her little strut thing, and she goes to take her place next to her son, and Seneca. The man who was with her sister, and then she brought back from exile to tutor him. Yeah. He pops back into the story for two seconds um, to walk up and say, oh, I'm sorry, Mrs. Former Empress. Um, you're actually going to be sitting over here tonight. <gasps> oh. He was like, you'll see, take. And Nero, oh, Nero just kind of sits there while it happens. Because obviously he's Nero's ordered this. So he's just kind of watching, and she's like, oh, oh, I, what? I, re- I don't think he's watching. I feel like he's awkwardly staring into the distance, whistling, or like, like when you're on the else. tube and a pregnant person gets on and you're tr- people try and pretend really hard they haven't seen her. Yeah. Like when they just look really far at the ceiling, like really hard. That's what he's doing right now. He's exactly. like, he sees his mom coming and he's like, shit, shit, shit. He's like, talk to me, talk to me, peas and carrots, yeah. peas quick, and carrots. Quick, pretend we're busy. <laughs> and she's meanwhile, like she's got put in like the, the seat that has like the pillow in front of it. You know, like the bad view seat. Yeah. That's oh. where she is right now. Oh God. So yeah. So she gets publicly snubbed by her son, and she has to sit somewhere else, which is a big deal back then, and she's mad. <laughs> That's not Rosie. And, yeah, not Rosie, thankfully. Rosie's not, not, she's not so bad that she's being Rosie yet. But, um... Oh, I just imagine, like, someone in the audience just being like, ooh! Yeah. <laughs> like when someone drops a plate at a restaurant, yeah. and everyone's like, ooh! <laughs> yes. Um, and Draw. so... So this all, uh goes kind of wrong she is insulted and instead so. yes and instead of like we we know in the past that she's had situations where she's been kind of on the outs with the government and she's just kind of had to lie low and like she's used to that this time i don't know if it's because it's her son or because she's just like older and like thinks that she kind of has a situation at hand she doesn't really want to lie low she gets angry she but Ooh. it's her kid she's like not gonna take this shit she's like I, you, I birthed you yeah. i can take Preach. you back out Preach. of this world i put you in this position and you're gonna he do me that like a little this. ungrateful honestly yeah i mean come on if it's your son you're gonna react I yeah feel. so she's mad time out and right so <laughs> at some point kind of following this happening and, and all the insults that he's kind of put towards her, she sort of lightly insinuates um, that maybe Britannicus should be the emperor. <gasps> Ooh. But also, oh, come on, Mom. Yeah, it was a bad move. It was a bad move. It was a terrible idea. And I'm not really sure. Like, no one seems to be exactly certain to what extent she's insinuating this. And it probably was a bluff. She wasn't, she didn't really want Britannicus to be emperor. She'd given her life. Like, how is that going to be better to have Britannicus? And she had given her life to have Nero as the emperor. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine if if they were just like, oh yeah, good show. (laughs) And she's like, oh no. Oh shit. (laughs) So yeah, so it was probably, it was probably a bluff. But he hears this and he's like, well, we can't trust any of these people. Um, so Nero gets it in his head that she's going to overthrow him or that she wants to overthrow him. Um, so what he does, of course, is to throw a lavish dinner party. Invite everyone to a fun dinner party. And oh, we know- <laughs> someone's going to die. I was like, said, we, we know that Roman dinner parties go swimmingly. Um, so they have a dinner party. She's invited. Britannicus is invited. All the cool people are, par- are, are there. They're like, oh, what's going to happen? And um, at one point, like, they all have 
taste testers to make sure that they're not being poisoned because there's been too much poisoning. Um, Britannicus is drinking his wine, so his taste tester tastes the wine. All good. He doesn't die. So he hands it to Britannicus. I always wonder how that actually works. Like, how long do you wait before you actually... You also then drink it. Drink? A lot of poisons are pretty quick. Yeah. There are probably some that are slower acting, but a lot of the ones that you would use then would have been fairly instantaneous. Like, what if you get your plate and it looks so fucking delicious and you have to just wait for someone to taste it and then it goes cold and they have to taste a little bit of everything because like what yeah Yeah. Mm. and it's the first bite too so it's like the best bite you like take you you gotta tell your like taste as you're like to take the worst part yeah you take the piece with all the fat right there which is why which is why your poisoner knows to poison the best bit yeah (laughs) Uh, that's not what happens in this situation in case anyone was worried okay uh he has his wine tasted it's fine and it's handed to him he takes a sip and he's like ooh, too hot so he's like, put the, some water in that bitch to cool it down. The, the water's water poisoned. <gasps> no! So the wine was heated. It's like a spiced wine kind of thing. Oh, okay. So the wine was hot, and he's like, it's too hot, water. And yeah, that's where the poison was. But couldn't I have gone to anyone, though? Anyone that was like, anyone yeah. water. Yes, that's the issue. So this is, the, this is the story that's told. It's unknown if that's actually what literally happened. Also, was the water poisoned, or was it just like terrible water? No, like, it was I feel like not all water back then was. It was definitely poisoned. good to drink. I mean, in the sense that he was trying to get rid of Britannicus. Um, so obviously, once they pour the water into it, they, they think Nero did it. They yeah. So they don't retaste test the drink <laughs> after it's been watered down mm-hmm. to cool it. And Such a, like a rookie mistake. Britannicus, age thirteen ish. Mm. We're not exactly certain, but probably about thirteen. Um, dies <laughs> like immediately after drinking it. I'm imagining oh. like they're all at the table and they're like the wine's really hot and everyone's having some and everyone's like water and Nero's drinking it and they're like Nero dude just get some water like it'll cool right down and he's just like no, <laughs> no I'm, I'm alright dude seriously you're like burning your mouth and he's like crying and he's like I'm, I'm fine, fine. I'm, I'm fine I like it like this <laughs> it's real tasty <laughs> um yes so oh, he's only 13 though. so poor, that's actually really sad poor Britannicus will yeah die at this dinner party um, and they do try to play it off it's like oh but his dad was epileptic like he's epileptic like he's the, like he just died and it's like mm, that one seems really suspicious yeah because his mom had just made that Aww. comment I mean also like just give the wine to the taste tester again and see if that's what cost it this is like he shouldn't have been drinking he was dead if I was a taste <laughs> tester at that point and they were like hey drink this after you just watched Britannicus yeah, die yeah, I feel like I quit. But yeah, okay, fine. But I feel like Tessa is an animal at that point. No, but I feel like that taste tester was like, holy shit. He'll get home and he'll be like, the gods Bob, spared me. You did not know what happened to me at work. <laughs> <laughs> I just drank this wine and it was fine. And then one minute later, he's gone. <laughs> um, he also dies only a couple of months after his father was poisoned. So, Oof. like, not a hot time for them. Oh, also, poor Octavia. She's losing everyone. Her mother was killed by her father, and then her father was poisoned by probably her stepmother, and then her brother was poisoned by her husband. And, and now her, her husband whole, is fucking someone else. And her husband wants to be with somebody else and not her, and she hates him. And the guy she was supposed to marry killed himself. Ooh. So bad life. But you know what who you know who does love her? Agrippina. Agrippina loves her, and partially because, you know, great, like, lineage for that marriage to be a thing, but also, I think she just kind of liked her, Mm. Uh, which is nice, because no one else seems to. 
Um, and it's kind of nice Aww. that she did have a nice relationship with Agrippina, considering the whole, like, Messalina mess. That... She also probably is still also, like, 15, 16, right? Yeah, she's like, not that she's is not that old. a lot for a kid. So she's got yeah. a nice kind of, like, other figure in her life. Like mom. That, yeah. Stepmom. And so Agrippina realizes at this point that things are going to shit, because she made that off-the-cuff comment about, oh, like, what if I was to support Britannicus? Now Britannicus is dead. So she's like, oh, th- maybe my son's not... She feels a little guilty about that. <laughs> well, yeah, she feels guilty, but I also think at this point, she's like, my son and I aren't on the same side anymore. Mm. Where, you know, scary. he has done something, which is clearly an act of aggression, that was meant to target me. I mean, I feel at this point, she could also sort of, like, take advantage and just be like, oh, what if I were to support this oh. uh, this person <laughs> this person like, I hate I want to get rid of this guy <laughs> she's probably having flashbacks to like Lil Boots yeah because Lil Boots started by just accidentally people kept dying all around him and he's mm. like oh I don't know how that happened <laughs> yeah it's happening again mm. Mm. And well you imagine at that dinner she sees Britannicus go down and she like pushes her glass away she's like <laughs> mm. I ain't thirsty anymore I think dinner's over <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so she's like oh no like I'm not in a good <laughs> she's not like, in a good oh, position no. Not Here we a, go again. Not in a great position this time. And considering, oh, yeah. like, I've done all of this work to get my son in this place, I'm basically, like, fucked. I mean, ungrateful little git, to be yeah. fair. Yeah. And so, at this point, um, her son is like, hey, mom, maybe you should leave Rome. And not, like, exile or anything. Just, like, go somewhere else. Like, out of the city. <laughs> to, to one of I need take, my space, yeah. mom! Take a vacation, dude. One of her nice little villas she has. He's like, just get out of the city. Like, don't... He basically just doesn't want her involved in politics. Mm. And, you know, fair enough. Um, I mean, like, it's a good alternative she's, to die. You know, she's not dead. But the thing is, as we know by this point, she has thrived for so long on being involved in the political machine. And, mm. like... In a way, even when she's on the outs, like, there's, I think, maybe, like, the thrill of it all for her. And so to just be removed is, like, what? Like, my son is the emperor, and I have no role. But I have to watch the next episode. I have to know what happens next in Game of Rome. I feel like Game of Rome. (laughs) I feel like he asked her, and they were, like, sat across the table, and he had, like, a glass of wine on it. And he was, like, do you want to go on holiday? And she's, like, no. And he's, like, drink this. (laughs) She's, like, oh, holiday sounds nice. Now do you want to go on holiday? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So she ends up leaving. Um. Um, and then Nero, like, I don't know what happens between them or if he just gets more and more, like, progressively more kind of antagonistic towards her. I mean, he's also, like, still he's in his formative man. years. Yeah, he's and an idiot. In, like, the greatest position of power in Rome, being influenced yeah. by all these Oh, yeah, people. he's drunk on power. Yeah. yeah. It's not good for you. And so what mm-hmm. he does, whether, like, I don't know if they had another falling out or if he's just progressing in this, but uh, he has all of her guards taken away from her. And she's had guards Ooh. since her brother was the emperor and she was that vestal virgin send in the ninjas yeah she even was like a real she was a little bit of a brat when she was a baby Mm. because she was like oh jimmy was my dad and everyone loved me loved him and now they all love me and like oh so i feel like she's been in that position of like privilege in literal but also like she's she's also lived like i said in some of like the worst situations that a noble woman could be in obviously she's not a slave or anything yeah but she's lived in positions that are very scary and she's, you know, having guards is, like, the one thing that 
you know, she would feel kind of safe having them. And she'd, like, you know, she had friends in the Praetorian yeah, Guard. and, and like, they're probably her bros as well. And, yeah, they were supporters of her. Yeah. So to lose them, like, just one day to scare your mom and be like, all your guards are gone. It's like anything could yeah. happen to me now. I mean, she's still servants and stuff, but no one to protect her. Oh, it's mm. really scary. Having said that, everyone who is still in her employ is 100% pro-Agrippina. If you're still working for her, you love her. And yeah, not because, because, and not because like people left because they didn't like her or anything. Just because everyone who was part of her entourage just finds her amazing, and like she's just this formidable person. I mean, at this point, if you're working for her, there's a chance you might die. So yeah, and if you don't totally love her, and don't she's do amazing, it. and you know they support everything she's done, and obviously like the whole Germanicus thing of like her family, like they are just ride or die Agrippina, mm-hmm. and so they're still working for her. But her guards have all been removed. Like the guards might have actually wanted to stay, for all we know, like because she had that relationship with the Praetorian Guard, um, but they were made to leave by the emperor. So it's like, it doesn't matter. And at this point, uh, Nero... So Nero's moved on from Acte. Um, I don't know if he just, like, banged it out of a system or what. But he still wants to divorce Octavia. And uh, even from a distance, Agrippino is pissed about this. She's mm. like, no, you can't... Not with my girl. You can't throw away a great marriage that I have given you. She's definitely, like, sending messengers. Those two <laughs> women are, like, definitely messaging each Yeah, they're, like, messaging each other. <laughs> it's, yeah, they're texting each other about her like, stupid like, son. Yeah. <laughs> Can you believe him? And <laughs> so he has met an... It, it, at some point in this, the timeline's a bit confusing, and so there's different stories on, like, how this actually all plays out. But at some point, he meets a woman called Popea. Um, so, actually, like I said, it's gone. Popea's the new lady, and he wants to marry her. Um, so, in some versions of this story, it's because of her that he's like, I gotta divorce Octavia. And um, Agrippina's like, you should not. Please don't. No. But also, Agrippina, shh, stay quiet. Yeah, I mean, just let like, him don't be. Don't do it. Keep yeah. your head and, like, yeah. let him go. If he, he wants to marry Popery, he can. Popery. <laughs> marry <laughs> Popery. Um, and so Nero, at this point, is like, Mom is being too overbearing. She, you know, she had her golden age in Rome, and her time's up. Ooh. It's over. So she, he's like, we got to get rid of Mom. I mean, I've said it before, but also, like, ungrateful little git. He's like, fuck off. So much. Yeah. Uh, yes. For reals. Where would you be without your mom, dickhead? Yeah, no it's retirement. Like, let's set her up in a nice little villa, get her her three favorite hot guards to, like, keep her company, wink, wink, and just, like, keep her out of the way. Yeah. Just, yeah. Be, just be like, no messengers are allowed in her house, and then you're fine. Yeah, just, like, send her off to, like, the furthest part of the, Yeah, maybe like, send her, like, region, like, empire. A Christmas card every now and again. Like, keep in touch, mm. but, like, <laughs> she doesn't need to be there. Yeah. Well, okay, there's a couple of different versions of this story. One of them says that he tried to have her poisoned three times. But, but she was too smart. She was like, I didn't drink no water. <laughs> well, no. It's actually the exact opposite. Oh, she was a woman who, if you believe the stories of her past, was so well-versed in poisoning that she had actually, for many years, been taking small doses Ooh, to smart. make herself, basically pulling like a princess bride mm. and yes. making herself immune to all the, the easily kind of usable poisons. Yeah. And so he tries three times to have her poisoned, Honestly, and she's like, you going to kill me, bitch? That sounds like something she would do. Yeah, I, I love to so leave smart. That. I love the idea of her just like it. spending years and years slowly acclimating herself. Yeah, and then he'll like go around for dinner and he'll be like, How's the wine? And she'll be like staring him right in the eye. It's she's great. Like, 
it's great, bitch. <laughs> you want some? That, might, that honestly might scare yourself. Um, so some oh. versions of that, some versions of the story that happened, some versions don't mention that, but potentially he tried to poison her a couple of times, um, and it doesn't take. Oh, I love that. So I that happened. Mm-hmm. So then, um, after a while, she's been off doing her own little thing in her faraway villa for a while, and he's like, "Mom, like, come back to Rome. Uh, we're gonna have a little party. It's a feast day, I believe, for the goddess Minerva." Don't oh, go do it. it. It's, it's like a child. Don't go out. Don't open the door. And um, you know, there's different ways you can read this. Um, oh, no. Some some people see it as her, you know, being a woman who kind of knew that something was happening but like couldn't refuse and so went to see what was going to go down and some people see it as a mother who genuinely so loved her son Aww. that she was like he's finally bringing me back oh god i hope it was the first one i know me too was too sad like, was too sad <laughs> or it was like she knew like the position she knew what could happen but also like she loved and it was drama like, too much and she couldn't resist she's like I don't know I gotta know what's gonna happen like I gotta know is my character gonna die she's like <laughs> doing a few shots of poison in the carriage on the way over yeah. just to like pre-game <laughs> yes <laughs> some drama's gonna go down and oh, it's I really, to be genuinely though I really hope she didn't go there thinking that was but a nice like, reunion because I feel like whatever you're about to say next doesn't it, go well for yeah her. it's not gonna be a beautiful <laughs> reunion and oh, that's so um, sad. What if she was like wearing her best dress? And, like, I mean, she probably excited. was. Even she if she and she was like, you're gonna die in your best dress. My little nene, whatever she might have called him as a baby. Neri, Neri, Nerikin. So she knows. It's so sad. So she goes to this feast for Minerva, and he the entire night is like focusing on her, and like she's like the guest of honor, and he's so happy to have her back. And so if you believe the theory that she was like really happy to be there, this is like the saddest because she's like, oh my god, like my son's welcoming me home. Oh, I'm actually really sad. It's so like he's out of his teenage years. He's he's come to his senses. Like I, he realizes the use that I am to him as like a political figure oh, but also no, a mother. Oh no, let's not like dwell yeah. on that too, yeah. 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 too much. So yeah, so <laughs> basically they have this dinner, whatever happens happens, and when she's about to leave, she arrives, oh, no. everyone arrives and leaves by a by boat because it's just the easiest oh, way to no. get there. Um, and I guess at some point in the evening, like something had gone wrong with her boat. Like there had been a slight boat crash, and he was like, he was like, "Oh, mom, like your boat is not doing so hot. Like why don't you take my boat home?" No, don't and get in the boat. Don't, don't do it. <laughs> Just say you'll walk. <laughs> do that thing, you know. Like now you can go to a bar if you're in a bar and you feel like something is like wrong. You can go and ask for like an angel shot. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, and then they're like, "I'll, I'll sneak oh, you yeah, out back." Like, like she should have done that. She should have been like to the servant, like. So- Give me the backup boat. <laughs> they would have been like, "Don't worry." Yeah. So she gets in his boat. Oh no! And um, oh, fuck. She's saying goodbye for the evening. She's leaving. Oh no! And she was so happy. She's she was so, like, "We've yeah. had our reunion." Yeah. So she's oh. in the boat. They obviously pull away from the dock. They're just starting to kind of sail away. Oh no! And um, the ceiling of the boat, <gasps> no. like where she's sitting, collapses. Oh. Now, luckily, Did she survive. I'm not gonna tell you. Sorry, I feel like she's hardy. It's gonna be worse if you survive the collapsing of the roof, and then something worse happens, like the kraken comes and eats you. He well, can't summon a kraken. Yeah, he just has he's to very go. powerful. He just has to go summon the kraken, and then the kraken comes. He's not the one who called for war against Poseidon. He has the gods. 
That was his uncle. His uncle. Yes. Yeah. So maybe he's made peace with Poseidon. He's like, my uncle was crazy. And now he gets now he gets me solid. Get me <laughs> yeah. So the the ceiling of the boat collapses. Oh no. And actually, she doesn't get hit by any like major debris, Boom. so she survives that. She's scrappy. Unfortunately, she, oh, the no. boat then starts to sink. Oh god. <laughs> and so the boat's sinking. And what no one seems to have been prepared for was the fact that a woman who had you know been traveling in her like infancy with her family and ended up on an island when she was exiled. She can swim. No no clue if she's swimming on her island or anything, but somehow, unlike most Roman people, she can swim. Yes! (laughs) So she's swimming. I mean, if you're taking... Ten types of poison every day. You're a gun stiller how to swim. So I hope that she swims away. She's like, so she's making her swim. And one of her like one of her kind of women who's part of her entourage, she's not like like a servant or anything, but like a serving woman who's like right. still fairly noble. She um she doesn't know how to swim, like most right. people wouldn't. And she's on the sinking boat as well. So when she's in the water, she starts calling out, like, I'm Agrippina, I'm Agrippina, like, save me. Oh, no, obviously. Oh, no, they're gonna die! So, no! one of the oarsmen beats her to death with the oh, oar. Oh, that's even worse can than drowning. Can the oarsmen swim? I, would I mean, they're boatmen, so you're yeah, like, have Why is he to. wasting his last, like, he could be swimming away. You know when a boat goes down and it can, like, suck you under if you're too close? Like, mm. why is he hanging around hitting people with an oar? Because like, he, that's, swim away. he's making his money to do that. Yeah, so I mean, he's away. an expert. Nero, he's a ninja oarsman. Yeah, I mean, Nero <laughs> like, was like, it's got like a little ninja <laughs> Nero was like, Agrippina is not coming off this boat. But do you think Nero's like now at this point in time he's at the cliff with his popcorn and he's like, oh, hey, what's the rule? And then he's like, oh my god, who's that in the water? The swimming? Come on, Gary, do your thing. And then he sees the oarsman and he's like, boom. <laughs> then he sees someone swimming. He's like, wait a minute, who's that? So I mean, wouldn't he know that his own mom could swim? So he's he's been so arrogant. I thought he's, he's been, been doing Also, he hasn't been with her. His he wasn't there on the island. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, we don't know exactly when she learned how to swim. The island is just like. Like a guess because obviously there's easy because access. Else, yeah. Um, but yeah, so he's she's not going to be doing laps. Like so, so she swims away. Not um, to Nero, I assume. Well, no, she swims, and obviously she's seen her woman be bludgeoned to death now for saying that she's Agrippina, mm-hmm. which she wasn't mad about. She's like, I don't, I don't care that she claimed to be me because I watched her die. So she's mm-hmm. like, man, I guess that boat wasn't an accident because we just watched that woman get bludgeoned to death. Um, so she swims away, and she ends up being able to make it home. So however she does it, I don't think she swims the whole way. But she <laughs> gonna say, the girl gets home eventually, and she makes it home, and she's like, damn. Okay, so she does not really what sure like she. I guess she doesn't really know what she's meant she to do. She can't really send like a thank you card to Nero, can she? Like, yeah. no. Thanks for the party. <laughs> Had such a good time. So she, yeah, she's at home and she's like, my son, the emperor, wants me dead. Like, also, who can you call at that point? And her guards, <laughs> yeah, her guards have been taken away. Oh yeah. And she, you know, her son, the emperor, wants her dead, and like he can get things done because he's the emperor. I most like of her servants just died in the boating accident. Yeah, a bunch of her like accident. most loyal yeah. people are now dead. She Julie Nero would just, like, check someone, be like, just go check her house. Well, so that's the thing. So she's in her villa, and she's like, what's going to happen next? And some (laughs) men do turn up. Is it ninjas? It's ninja. It's the ninjas. Mm. And so, so, um, so she's in her villa, and she is waiting for them. Can you stop the story now? Is it so sad? Thanks for listening. Bye. (laughs) So fun. Thanks for listening. This has been Happy Hour History. Um, yes. So she is, um... 
she's waiting for the men to but turn up. She's not gonna give them the satisfaction, right? Of what? Of like killing her. So I mean, she's in a pickle. Like she has servants do everything. It's not like she just has some pasta in the cupboard and she can like hang out and cook. Like what's she gonna do? She can't go to the shops. She can't like so, like she can't go out. Yeah. Can she? She's like probably trapped because everyone little bit who she there. is. Yeah. So the these the the ninjas show up and uh, she's literally just kind of sat there waiting for them. She's like at this point, gotta wait. They come in. And supposedly, there's a couple different ways that this story works. Um, one such telling says that she kind of looks them directly in the eyes, and her final words to them are, smite my womb, which is a baller way to die. Because she's literally saying, the son that I brought into this world, having me executed, stabbed me in my womb. Because, you know, at this point, what does it matter? That said was correct, though. Yeah. The soothsayer in episode one who said that he would become emperor, but he would kill his mother. And she said, you know what? As long as he becomes emperor. Yeah. Well, I feel like she was regretting that. She played with fire. Mm, you know what you said? Like a cool phrase at the time. And I was like, damn. But then she would have another cool phrase, which is smite my womb. Yeah, but. But, you know. She wouldn't be around to, like, see people's reactions. Yeah. She's not going to, like, get to read the room on that one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a pretty epic last, like, last words. I feel like. It's so epic. The people who wrote the story were like, well, we can't deny her this because it was too good. <laughs> yeah. It's just too good. Yeah. Did they super stab her? Um, so, yeah. So she gets stabbed. And, and the moral of the story is that she will die. Oh, no. So she... Well, that's she, not a moral. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The ending of the story yeah. is that she like, did. Are there, did she do anything else? Is there any so, other, like, accounts? So, there's a di- so there are different versions of the story. Um, in one such version, um, Nero has someone, like, stage an attempt to have him killed. Like, he has, like, a friend. He's like, hey, buddy. <laughs> like, just, like, drop some knives near my person. Make it look like somebody tried to kill me. The ninjas came for me and they lost because I'm majestic and perfect and so no one yeah. could get me. And then he says, like, oh, my God. like it must have been mom. My mom tried mm. to have me killed. And then when she, in this version of the story, like, when it's discovered that she does this, she commits suicide. Ooh. But I think that's, that's like, actually, a story that's story. What yeah, I was, I that's like what I was thinking. I was like, she's such a, like, a great woman. She would, like, write her own story. Yeah, she mm-hmm. wants to end, end it on her own terms. Like, but she's I not... But I love my, my womb. I love that she's just yeah. waiting there for them. She's like, I knew you were coming. Yeah. I knew yeah. that this was the end. I knew that my Come son was... bitches. But at this mm-hmm. point, I'm not gonna run from you. Smite my womb. Like, yeah, fuck my son. Like she is, like, knows how long it takes to get there. So she's like, I have eight hours before they arrive. I need to come up with something real Really sick. cool yeah. to say. If I'm to gonna say. have last words that someone's mm-hmm. gonna write down, they better be like cool. And is it, like, a double meaning, though? At the same time, is she saying, like, smite my womb, smite him? Because, like, he came from that womb. Yeah, fuck that dude. Uh, yeah, it might be. I felt like I hope those people that went to her house weren't the ones she was friends with. Can you imagine like having to hey, kill? Hey, hey, hey. I mean, <laughs> just ne- sit calmly whilst we end. I'm <laughs> really Nero sorry about this. Nero would never have sent the ones friends, that were so. that yeah. she was close because he yeah. wants to make sure she did. Yeah. Or another option is she's waiting there and they come in and she like she's actually a ninja too and she just takes them down. Or she sends the ones that are the friends and then we have like a the animated Anastasia film kind of thing where like she's like, hey, we're friends. Can I just like sneak out and like be someone else now and then actually she lives yeah. until she's 80 they just cut her that's hair not, and like that's not history listeners that's not history do some blobs of blood and that but like, that oh. will be how the HBO series ends. <laughs> that will be how my TV show um, oh yeah. no that's yeah. so sad but she went I feel out like she in give like up. a really I feel cool like way. she 
was so happy to see her son, and then the boat went down, and it just broke her. She was, like, done. She was, like, mm, so was, like, the last straw. Like, that is the end. Like, she didn't have her, her passion and her soul left, and she was just, like, fine. So I want to ask the two of you. Um, obviously, having heard the whole story, having heard half the story, um, you guys have heard... So she was born during the reign of the first emperor, Augustus, um, alive during Tiberius, and then it gets passed to her brother, like all the stuff that happens with her father and everything, it goes to her brother Caligula, and then it goes to the man that she will marry, and then it ends up with her son. How old do you think she is when she dies? Ooh. Like, how old do you think she's made it by this point? Okay, hang on. She's born during the time of Augustus. Yeah, so she's born during the first emperor. I think she's reign. 37. 37? That's really young. I think she's a little older. I feel like she's maybe in her 40s. You have to make a guess. Like 47. Okay. okay, 37 and 47. Yeah. You're actually both really close. I assumed you would guess older, just in the sense that, like... So much shit happened. Yeah, so much happens in her life that she has to be, like, 80 or something. She's 43 when she dies. Oh, right in the middle. So, yeah. Ah, uh, you're closer by like two years. Yeah, but I'm also over. Yeah, if you were playing play- Price is Right, then yeah. Hollywood would have won. Because I'm over. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, so she's 43 when she dies. She is the final child of Germanicus to pass away. Well, Obviously, all, right. all of the other ones have been killed by this point. So she makes it the longest. Um, Did and any of Jeremy's kids die a natural death? Maybe the ones in exile. I mean, the ones in exile, I think one of them kills himself, like, in the way that you're meant to when you're, like, in exile and you're a good, a good Roman yeah. man that I should, um, I don't know what happens. I think at least one of them killed himself. I'm not sure about the other one, so I wouldn't want to make any, like, bold statements about mm-hmm. that. Um, but no, I don't think any of his, I mean, his. But her sister. Her sister, Lavilla, dies in exile. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. I don't know how she dies. I think. Could have been a boating a accident. <laughs> she just died in her sleep at the age of, like, 93. Yeah. She's just been That's in exile forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so she's the final one of Germanicus's children to die. Um, and for the rest of Nero's life, supposedly, he would have dreams and visions about his mother. Rightly so, He bitch. thought that she was haunting him. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly I what I would was. do. Which, yeah, that's exactly the type of thing that she would do. Like, that's the kind yeah. of woman she yeah. would claw her way back from the afterlife <laughs> just to fuck with him. To sum up, um, especially Agrippina's life, but obviously the lives of the people affected by her and that impacted her own life, um, historians, as we know, hated Agrippina. She's a strong woman. She heavily was involved in politics. Um, politics are a masculine field, so of course they're like, wow, this weirdly masculine woman doing her creepy masculine female things, like, what is she up to? Good thing that's not the case anymore. Because <laughs> <laughs> we all know that's Mama. going so well. Oh. Uh, crying. Uh, yeah, so historians hate her. They don't, like, write her up in a particularly positive light. Um, so they do bring out kind of the, the worst in her. And she did write memoirs, but they don't survive, so that's a bit disappointing. Oh, I feel like that would be a great read. I want to mm. know what she had to say about all of this. Um, as I said, kind of just to sum things up, she survives the death of her father, the subsequent ex- exiles and deaths of her mother and three of her siblings. I included the sister who will eventually also die in exile. Um, Timeline slightly confusing there. Uh, she made it through her brother's reign and her own exile, managed to become empress, uh, succeeded in having her own son become the emperor, which was her goal kind of all along once he was born. Uh, you can criticize her for her involvement in Nero's government, which led to him deciding to kill her. And also for maybe possibly black widowing 
two husbands. Yeah. But the thing is, I'm impressed because she knew how to play the game. And he didn't. Him mm-hmm. killing her wasn't part of the game. Because if he was smarter, he wouldn't have done that. Yeah. And so she was playing the game based on how it should be played. And he was just being a petty little bitch. Um, she gave him his best years as emperor. She knew what she was doing probably more than any of the men in most of this story. Yeah. Um, and all in all, she's the coolest lady of all time. That's actually written in my notes because she's so amazing. Big hand for Little A. <laughs> little A, killing the game. Yes. My favorite of probably all of the uh, ancient Roman women. Uh, there's some cool ones out there. Like, I think Messalina's pretty interesting. Uh, she's kind of a mess. Like, literally just hot garbage, but so cool. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the women in this time period are actually quite influential, but I think more than anyone, Agrippina sees it all. And she really does see it all. Like and she's so much. She lives through every single Julio Claudian emperor. And she doesn't see all of the first because she's not born yet. And she doesn't finish out the last because she's been killed by him. But she sees every single one of them. I mean, big up for Agrippina. Like, drinks yeah. to Agrippina. She's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, she really made it in a man's world and yeah. made it her own. Yeah, and I love it's her. amazing. So that's the kind of summary of her life. I think she's fabulous. And so I'm glad that I could bring the drama today. It felt... So sure. It felt like the most dramatic one I've probably done yet. Just because the two of you are so good at reacting. <laughs> We're way um, too invested. Well, I'm glad. Um, but yeah, her life is just kind of a mess. I feel like I was invested too early mm. like when you got really the older in. husband ran over the kid i was like holy <gasps> shit and, and you, just, like, you didn't know how dark it was two hours end. later we've got to like orsman's like washing people to death in this i was too too intense too early <laughs> and now it's yeah like, there's just so much it almost desensitizes you part way through so that's the end of the story thank you guys for listening um it was a fun time you guys can find me on all of the social medias it's at happy history pod for twitter um, my instagram is at happy hour history pod my facebook is happy hour history podcast and my gmail is happy hour history pod at gmail.com those are all different which is really confusing so i'm sorry for everyone and if you have questions or comments or feedback or anything feel free to send me a message you can also um subscribe and rate and review the episodes themselves so please do that if you enjoyed it because it helps people find it um to listen to for the first time uh and thank you to my lovely co-host today i feel like i've taken you on a real roller coaster <laughs> it was um it's been a trip yeah hit us yeah. up when you want to write that script for it yeah we're gonna get our hbo show <laughs> so gonna make us millions you know yeah. 10 years from now everyone you're gonna want to remember <laughs> our names because there might be an hbo script in the making Indeed. Yes. um but thank you both and thanks everyone for listening and thank with you. that we will sign off bye